listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Are you ready to witness greatness? NFL fans, welcome to the largest tailgate party in the nation. Let's go! Different day, same recipe. Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Presented by BetMGM. The king of sportsbooks. We're setting you up with the information you need to watch your team win. Victory is the end game. We're here to break it all down. Let's go, let's go. This is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Presented by BetMGM. Now, we're live from your tailgate. Here's Brian No, eight-year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz, and sports handicapper from CrackWins.com, Bill Crack Crackenberger. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Week 12 is upon us. Let it wash over you. Big day and ball here. We'll get you all set for all the NFL matchups. Glad to be alongside Jeff Schwartz, Bill Krakenberger. Uh, Crazy day in college football yesterday, man. A lot of fun. We don't have to talk about it. It's okay. You just want to bypass it, go straight to the NFL, Jeff? I'm I'm a little bit. I'm actually watching USC Notre Dame right now. Um, and uh, during breaks and stuff. Did, Man, which which turnover was it for Drew Pine? Was it the fumble or was it the interception? I'm watching USC's right offense. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, Man, the Oregon game, I mean, we were on a text thread. Crack had a future on Oregon winning the Pac-12. The wise guys were all over Oregon State yesterday. Like, to the point where I was it, it was, in, I was like, what, what am I missing here? Oregon goes up 21-10. I'm preparing like to you know to play USC on Friday in my brain, and then we just we just completely wet, wet ourselves. Oregon State went down third they they threw the ball the first two plays of the second half, okay? Then they went down 31-10 and threw an interception. They ran the ball on every single play the rest of the game and scored 28 points on their final yeah. four drives. Yep. Hey, good morning, like, guys. You know, uh, I, I made a crucial mistake yesterday. You guys didn't pick up on it. Very yeah. crucial. Very, what? very crucial. On you? the text thread. Huh? So I sent you guys a, a copy of the ticket the night before that I had a $2,000 future at 4-1 to one for Oregon to win the Pac-12. Um, and I was, you know, going through some of my tickets. I knew it was last week. So I want to know what the – you know, I'm not even rooting during the season for these futures. I honestly didn't even know what I had for the futures. I bet them and they just go. So I knew I had that, and, and I text that uh, on the thread. But very importantly, I made a crucial, crucial mistake, and, and it's a rookie error. I, I can't believe it. I was, I'm glad you guys didn't, like, come back at me because you would be right. Uh-huh. So – I, uh, you asked, let's see, you asked me on, on the text thread, why all the money coming on Oregon State? I had a couple commitments, media commitments yesterday morning, so I couldn't get back to anyone. But I got home, and I seen those, and I said, hi, guys, lots of fun games going on. The wise guys bet Oregon State. Glad I didn't bite. At 31 to 10, I sent that. And, you know, I'm like, all right, well, this is over. What a mistake. On yeah. a text thread, sending that. That's almost like saying... All right, this one's over. It's a lock. It That's should like have been over. I don't We're up thirty-one ten with like the number six offense in the country. We oh. should have been done. Oregon oh. State yeah. can't throw the ball. You you shouldn't lose it. Oregon State completed six passes. Crack. There were six for oh thirteen. God. 
Six oh for God. 13. You and were like, going it, off. Yeah, listen, I don't read Twitter a lot, uh, <laughs> but if someone sends me something, and I have a buddy of mine that, that's, that's, uh, that's down, uh, down south, way down south, he sent me, he said, you know, your co-host is going crazy on Twitter, <laughs> and he sent me the tweets. I was like, wow, look at these which, tweets. Which ones? I thought it was Oh, man. Odd. One had like 1,500 likes. It was like, whoa. Yeah, that, one, is- that wasn't crazy. I said, Oregon's got to get better. I don't know why that was like a crazy yeah. – that was like a very – it was like Oregon's got to get better. We can't lose to our two rivals in the same season and get pushed off the ball. I don't think like that was a crazy take of mine. By the way, like, I, we got to be better. <laughs> I, I got to ask you, Jeff, and this is an honest question. I'm not trolling yeah. you at all. But as a former offensive lineman, I know you ride hard for Oregon. I get it. But as a former offensive lineman, did you appreciate at all what Oregon State was able to do at the end of the game like that? Yeah, it was it was great. I mean, it's it's what they do. Um and they're a good offensive line, but like it's just not acceptable to, to – I mean, Oregon, Oregon can stop the run. Like That's the one thing we can do. And to just basically give up in the second half like that is not acceptable. Um, yeah, I, I just – it's uh, – and to lose to our rivals too. It's more – it's how we lost, right? Like if, right. if you lose by – you know them chucking the ball down the field, and you know they're making crazy plays. I mean, I'm watching again, the USC films watching. Like Caleb Williams made some incredible plays. Like, there was rarely a time in the game when he just set in his back foot and threw the ball. Right, like the Irish had guys covered. They were in place to sack him, and he just made a bunch of plays. At the end, you just tip your cap. You're like. Guy got us. He got us, right? I mean, Caleb Williams is going to win the Heisman. I'm glad I got plus money on that one because it's like minus 3,000 now. He's winning the Heisman Trophy, right? So, like, in, in those games, I get you're upset if you're an Irish fan, you lost. But in the end, you're like, yeah, we kind of we kind of lost to a team that was better and a Heisman winning quarterback. What do I say? We lost to a team that pushed us off the ball with right. a bunch of four- and five-star recruits on our defense? Like, Just you know, smash they, they, mouth, they, yeah. Like, that, we, we had – I think Oregon has over 50 – Blue chip players, four and five star players. Oregon State has five. You sent like, that in a text. You said, we can't, I couldn't we believe can't it. Get I have pushed to admit, I even looked it scrimmage. up. I so said, that, wait, that wait, to wait. me is is why is the text message is the tweet I said. Like Jeez. we can't, we can't get pushed off the ball by Oregon State. There's no excuse for that in that moment, especially because we know they can't throw the ball. They they they, they were six for thirteen, six passes with completed, two interceptions. So it's like six for eleven. Like they weren't even. They, they didn't, <laughs> We're good throwing the That's ball. That's how I lost, lost my 10 grand. Jesus. No, <laughs> good. <laughs> it was oh, crazy, man. God. Crazy. Well, we hope we have a crazy day in the NFL as well. Week 12 is upon us. We got 13 games left. Full slate. No bye weeks this week uh, with uh, Thanksgiving, the three games on Thursday. We still have 13 left to go. 12 today, one tomorrow, obviously, Monday night. Well, we've got really the game of the day is – the Bengals and the Titans. That's yeah. the best matchup, and that has the most implications in terms of playoff seeding. You have no Joe Mixon. He's in concussion protocols. Uh, you have uh, uh, Jamar Chase is not expected to play the stud-wide receiver. And so you look at this spot for Tennessee. Tennessee has played tough football. They haven't allowed more than 20 points in seven straight games. they played great defense. I like this spot for Tennessee. And if uh, in a revenge spot, obviously Tennessee lost to the Bengals in the playoffs last season. Tannehill threw three interceptions. You have a fully healthy Derrick Henry today. That's a good spot for the Titans today, guys. 
You're absolutely right, by the way. This, this is one that's funny. We haven't, and we don't talk ahead of time, guys, about our NFL, really. I'll send them uh, NFL on the text early in the week, like games like Jack's under, like games you can't really get now, so why even talk about them? I shouldn't even mention it. But that game that you're mentioning is one of them, though, um, Brian. Uh, I actually like that spot for them even more so maybe in the first half. Uh, I went over it with one of my buddies earlier in the week, and that was a good spot for them. So that's like I only bet – like I don't do a lot of side betting, but that is one of the sides I, I put a you know a little peanut – a peanut plus. Yeah. Peanut plus. I, I, I took Tennessee in my five super contest picks to, this week um, because I – they're perpetually underrated. We we keep we keep doing this thing where like we keep saying, well, Tennessee can't do this, Tennessee can't do that, and then they end up just doing it, right? They end up out physicaling you at the line of scrimmage, um, and they continue to, to to do that. It's it's what they do, and we continue to say, oh, you know, the Bengals and, and any team, right? They pass the ball well. More than anything else, guys, Mike Vrabel is the the best. I don't know if it's all, but one of the best ever. Getting more than seven days of rest as a head coach. I think he's like nine and one uh, straight up uh, when he gets more, including the playoffs, when he gets more than seven. And then the first loss was the playoff game last year when he, when, when they had the, I think a week one or the, the, when the Bengals went there, right? Mm-hmm. That was the first one. Um, they are really good off a of bye because they're really well coached. They're really well coached. And to me, the Bengals have won without Jamar Chase, basically one way on offense. Okay. It's the backs are more involved, right? They ran the ball well against the Panthers. And last week against Pittsburgh, if you recall, they used the running backs out of the backfield a ton. Well, Joe Mix is not playing this week. And Tennessee, they know that. Like they have physical linebackers. They're where they're supposed to be. If you watch Tennessee play on defense, guys, they're where they're supposed to be all the time. If, you know, they might get beat every now and then. That's part of playing the sport. But they're where they need to be each and every rep. And I love Tennessee in this spot. I really do. Now, I worry about Tannehill. But they get, if they get the Tannehill that played, remember, all the way back on Thursday night now against the Packers, that Tannehill's good enough. That, that's good enough to win them a lot of football games. And I think they win this weekend. Wow, we, yeah. we start out all three of us with a triple match yeah, on something wow. we never even talked yeah. about all I, week. Group I mean, high five, yes, wow. I love this. But this Boom. feels like a like a, a a general like this sounds kind of silly to say, but like a, a kind of a square sharp thing where like the, the I think I the people that kind of follow it a little bit closer. I, that sounds very pretentious to say, but I think the three of us do. We look at Tennessee and think like, okay, well they check all the boxes of things that we like. But they're not flashy, right? So people are not going to tune in to kind of the Bengals beat the Steelers on the road. The Titans haven't played in 10 days. And everyone's like, Bengals, 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 Bengals. And it's You're like, right. well, deep You're breath, right. guys. Like, Tennessee Tennessee can, is a good football team here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I like what you're thinking, Crack, because – the way the season has played out mostly for both teams, the Bengals have been really, really good in the second half. What was it, the first seven weeks they didn't allow a second-half touchdown? We have seen at times Tennessee has gotten off to a good start. The game against the Raiders is a great example. Tennessee was crushing oh God. Las Vegas, and then in the second half the Raiders made this furious comeback. So if you're thinking halves, first half, I, I like Tennessee in the first half as well. Cool, cool. Yeah, no, this is a, uh, this is, like I said, this is something we didn't talk about ahead of time. So it's amazing we open up the show the first ten minutes agreeing all three of us on one. You know what that means, right? Bomb Cincinnati, everybody. <laughs> right, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting too with uh, Ryan Tannehill. I've always called him Air Tannehill. I don't know why, but with Ryan Tannehill, um, he said he went into a dark place. He threw those three interceptions. Against the Bengals, it was a home playoff loss. Obviously, Tennessee was the number one seed. And Tannehill really screwed the game up last season. 
and the Bengals go on to get to the Super Bowl and almost win the whole thing. But that's what Tannehill said. He said he went into a very dark place, had to crawl out of it. So this game, this spot, Tennessee very quietly at 7-3. and three. If yeah, you're able to yeah. get over this hump against the Bengals who took you out of the playoffs last season and get they to 8-3, and three, it's a big game for them. Yeah. yeah, It's a big game for them. Jeff's right, too, about the mindset of the public versus the Sharps. The mindset is, oh, the public's like, oh, man, Cincinnati this is a great spot. And they've been playing better. Uh, they had a tough first half of the schedule. Now they're playing like the Super Bowl guys that they are. They maybe, maybe make a return trip. That's, a good, that's another good angle on this game. So uh, we'll see what happens. By the way, how about this one, too? Uh, Falcons at Washington. And I literally have in my notes right here, Washington activates defensive end Chase Young. Yes. You can scratch that. He's not playing yeah, today. He's, he's out. Playing. Yeah, they, they yeah. keep they keep kind of holding him off. The, the first thought was that because the turf was like too – the turf, the practice turf was too much on his knee, which is certainly a thing that, that can happen. Um, I feel like the guys – the, the 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 I almost call them the the R words. Um, the commanders, <laughs> the R word. I feel like are, I are like too hot right now. I know it sounds kind of weird to say, but like I feel like they're they're and I and I do like them this weekend. It's more because Atlanta I think is not very good, and we're kind of seeing the bad part of it. I mean, Mario has thrown for over two hundred yards like once in the last eight games, but isn't Washington like too hot now? Isn't it like too? It's too much of a th- of a thing. Like they're going to slow down any time now is how you yes. feel, right? Yeah. Yes. No. I, I mean, it might be the best division in football. I mean, really, it might be. Uh, it, it, you know, yeah. everyone has a winning record. I believe. I don't have the records in front of me. I think everyone has a winning record in yeah. that division. Isn't that um, crazy? The NFC East is yeah, what NFC we thought East, the yeah. AFC five, West. Yeah. We thought the AFC West would right. be like this. It's right. Oh, yeah. Not exactly. The AFC East and NFC NFC East all have winning records. That's unbelievable. You're talking it about is. teams yeah. with the Jets, Washington, and the Giants involved. Oh, my God. Yeah. But that's unbelievable. That's the other thing you're talking about, Jeff, is you look at Atlanta. What do they want to do? They want to run the ball. They do it very well. But Washington has an excellent run defense. So ask yourself, do you feel confident with Mariota having to throw the football? No. It's like, no. And I haven't checked. I haven't checked the weather report, but I have to imagine you know a game that's played in Washington on uh, November twenty seventh is not uh, the best weather game. And they have bad grass there too. It's it's pouring in Charlotte today, so, so sometimes that kind of can trickle up to to kind of the East Coast, a little north of us. Um, so it's, I mean, you know, bad weather on grass. Oh yeah, it's pouring. It's, it like yeah, they have rain today. forecast for the game. Yeah, exactly. Good, so this uh, to me, yeah, good so angle here. Yeah, this to me feels like a, a Washington. Um, kind of ground and pound game and, and get after the Falcons in that way. That's why the total dropped a couple points too. It opened up 42 and a half down to 40 and yeah. a half on uh, yeah. most spots. So, so. so and it's Brian a, Robinson has helped them out, the Washington yeah. running back. Pretty good. He's been he, good the last is, couple yeah, of I mean, weeks. I, his story is pretty crazy, right? Like, I, it is. I, I, he's not going to win comeback player of the year, but I think he should. I mean, you got shot and you're playing football in the same year and you're mm-hmm. contributing like at a high level. Um, Pretty good story, right? I mean, it's uh, like I mean, it's, great story. Well, it sucks where it started, but it's yeah, awesome but I mean, where he came. Of course, yeah. yes, where it, where it ended, and it feels like if we're comeback player of the year, that's probably going to be Derek Henry or Saquon Barkley. But right. how's Brian Robinson not get in there again? Dude was shot this year, yeah, and I still know, is man. playing football at a high level. Um, so it, it doesn't today though feel a little bit odd because there's already three games played on Thursday. Like it feels like like a weird kind of. 
NFL Sunday with like less games and a bunch of marquee games happened on Thursday already. How about 42 million people watching the Cowboys Giants play? How about Jesus. that? Most <laughs> watched regular season game ever oh, in it NFL was 40, history. 42, right? 44 million, something like that? 42 million, yeah. <laughs> it was the <laughs> like, average viewership for that thing. Like That's insane. Best, like yeah. the best college football game. Like Michigan-Ohio State will probably get, what, 14, 15 million, I something think? Something like that, yeah. yeah. And then a Thursday game on Thanksgiving, 42, <laughs> 42 million people million. to watch <laughs> – the Giants, who are again, they're, by the way, guys, I, I'm I'm not going to jinx us, crack, but I feel a little bit better about that Giants no playoff Uh-oh. ticket. What is it now? Yeah. What like eight yeah. and a half? What was it at? Yeah. You know, we, yeah. we were anti for like for like the first eight shows and like <laughs> almost, but we admitted it. We talked about it. And we you know, hey, we you know, we were on a losing bet. I, I'm going to lose my bet. I, I have under. Well, seven I took and the a under. I took the under, but I took more money on the no playoffs. So I can end okay. up maybe evening out uh, in the end here. You got a shot okay. at that. Absolutely yeah. have a shot. Hey, new users, download the BetMGM app today and use code COUNTDOWN for a special offer. That's code COUNTDOWN in the BetMGM app. We are off and running. We've got Bill Krakenberger from crackwins.com. Sports handicapper du jour. We've got Jeff Schwartz, eight-year NFL veteran. I'm Brian No. Coming up next... Could we be seeing another second-half surge from this team? That is on the way. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Welcome to the biggest tailgate party in the nation. You're locked into Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Touchdown! And it's presented by BetMGM. The king of sportsbooks. Once again, here's Brian No, eight-year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz, and sports handicapper from CrackWins.com, Bill Crack Crackenberger. It is Fox Sports Radio's countdown to kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Be sure to check out the new look and features in the BetMGM app. It's fast and easy access to the sports you love. Whether it's live betting, the Daily Lions Boost, or the Cash Out feature, new users can use the code COUNTDOWN for a special offer. All right, maybe a second-half surge again for Tampa Bay. Of course, in their Super Bowl season two years ago, they won their final eight games, four in the regular season, four in the playoffs. They scratched their way back to 5-5. Five and five. They're a 500-football team. They're at the Browns today. Yes. And Tampa is favored by three on the road. So home dogs with Cleveland. I'll say brief shout out though with uh, with uh, the running back switch over here. Leonard Fournette is not going to be active for this game. Some Pac-12 love for you, Jeff. Watch Rashad Rashad White. Rashad White, a, yeah. Yeah, he's a third round rookie out of uh, Arizona State. They got to run the ball. The Browns can't stop the run, so don't be surprised if White has a pretty decent game here. This is the first game that Crack texts us about this week. And normally, as he has said, we don't get many sides from crack. It's a lot of totals, a lot of, a lot of overs and unders and, and first halves. And, and, and you have six minutes. He, yeah, he gave us a, a Tampa minus three <laughs> early in the week. And um, I think it makes a lot of sense, though, just from a football perspective, right? You have a Browns team that I think has reached their max with Jacoby Brissett, right? And, and Deshaun Watson will, will play next weekend. There's already reports about it today. He's, he's satisfied the suspension requirements, and he'll be back on Monday as the Browns starter before they play the Texans. Uh, Brissett's kind of maxed out, right? He, he is what he is now. He is mistake-prone. I mean, the Brissett interception uh, interception right. uh, prop each week that we joke about wagering on. Um, but more than anything else, the Browns' defense is not very good. I mean, they are getting trucked right now. 
and you have Tampa Bay off a bye. And remember two years ago, and this feels sort of we're in this way right now where Tampa had a bye. They came out and did not lose a game the rest of the season at this point of the year, right? And they won the Super Bowl. I'm not sure they're that good this season, but they played their best three quarters on offense the last three quarters of that game in Germany. They looked like they should on offense. The the one bad play, obviously, was that stupid play to Tom Brady. That, that was ridiculous. That throw to Tom Brady. But their offense looked like it should. They ran the ball better, and they did play-action pass on first down. Thankfully. Thank you, Byron Leftwich. And it feels like today they're on the road off a bye. I think the Browns feel like a team that's just kind of waiting for Deshaun Watson to come back at this point. And so to me, I think Tampa Bay – and I. Road a road favorite is something that I think crack would almost never wager on. No, so there must no, be a never lot of over love three here. points. Yeah, there must right. be a, a lot of love here for Tampa for crack in this spot. You know, it's funny. MGM is is the best line for Tampa. I mean, I'm in Vegas. There's three and a half at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. At seven casinos, there's three and a halfs. Yet MGM is sitting minus three, minus fifteen. So that's something I, I, I bet earlier in the week went to three and a half everywhere. Some take back on Cleveland, but Cleveland's just bad. And, and, and you know what? Me and my team were wrong about something. Uh, I, I bet these, these uh, look-ahead lines, and I said, you know, no matter how long Watson was going to be out, it's still they were overvaluing that, and the bet was on Cleveland every week. I literally bet Cleveland, I think, I think seven of the first nine weeks, I bet Cleveland uh, at the look-ahead line, which, by the way, even by game time, I could have got off most of them because I, I was right. I was correct. The, the line that the pre-flop line for the look-ahead was, was bad. But um, they're just bad. And let me tell you something. Watson's not coming back to save the day. Oh, correct. After, correct. I mean, you, you guys would notice more than me. Has he not thrown a pass and how long? I mean, it's it's well, the, it's, the one preseason game. He didn't look terribly good in that week one game. Remember, we all were watching like, oh, okay, so he did he'll, throw yeah. a pass. All right, just he didn't he look did good. Throw a pass yeah. there, but yeah. boy, I, he's not going to be the saving grace here. And uh, yeah, I, I, I don't. I, I'm never going to lay more than three points. Uh, probably in the NFL anyway. Any any time this year, especially as we see, um, you know, something uh, I want to talk about also, um, guys. I said this on many shows this week. Our eyes deceive us. I said this Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, talking about the Dallas matchup. Um, Dallas blew out Minnesota the week before, and and um, uh, I forget the other team. But anyway, anyway, our eyes deceive us. So you think autom- Oh, the Giants. The Giants lost to Detroit. I think. I think they were right. even home. It was a disgusting. They were, loss yeah, at home. So, but but people look at the games and say, oh, oh, last week did you see what happened? That is already baked into the line next week. Plus, our eyes deceive us. The bookmaker knows with intent the public, the general public just sees a 40-3 to victory, and they say, oh, my God, Dallas is the best team in football. They just beat Minnesota. An 8-1 and Minnesota team was really good at home. Oh, my God, Dallas. That's not the way it works, and you, you see what happened. All the, uh, both big dogs on Thursday, Dallas didn't cover, and was losing outright by six at the half to the Giants, and uh, uh, Buffalo did not cover. Almost probably should have lost outright to, to Detroit, a tough Detroit right. team. Always hanging in there, boy, I tell you. These teams were double-digit underdogs, and they shouldn't have been. And, uh, again, it's the reason why I will never lay over three points on a team, and uh, I wanted to bring that point to people because I want people sure. to know that learn from this even though i said it before those games learn from this for the future it's week to week in the nfl our eyes deceive us that's all i totally hear you craig i'll just ask you real quick how does that differ 
with this matchup with Tampa against Cleveland. Cleveland's been trash. You look at their most recent games. Uh, last week they were in Detroit, and they played the Bills fairly tough but lost the game, and they got rocked by Miami the previous week. Uh, Tampa, like Jeff said, in Germany, defense looked really good. You finally saw Tampa play some legit defense. Why would it differ in terms of like your eyes deceiving you? I totally agree with you as far as that goes, but why would it differ in this spot where you go with the the favorite who's on the road, which you typically don't Yeah, do. you're right. You're right. Tampa, plus, I, I, I wasted money. I thought I was a real wise guy. Uh, I, I knew that I heard right before it was released, I, I, I actually heard in the wise guy circles that, that Brady was coming back. And, you know, I took Tampa at 35 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. It's a waste of money. They have no chance to win the Super Bowl. But um, it, 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 as far as our eyes deceive us, you're right. This Tampa team is not the greatest team. They're not the same team they were last year or two years ago. Uh, they're, they're not that same team. So um, it, it's not nothing. It's not a really strong play. It's not like would it be with an underdog situation for myself. But I just think that Cleveland is just terrible. Jeff said it too. The defenses. I mean, they're just terrible. They're they're ter- you know. I got to tell you, though, when they beat Cincinnati, I think it was like a primetime game like yeah. three weeks ago. Uh, they, they beat Cincinnati, and they actually, for a hair, had me thinking, wow, this was a big victory for Cleveland over Cincinnati, uh, dominating 21 points, yeah. something like that victory that was over. was the first game with Jamar Chase out. Yeah, with Chase, you're right. Chase was out, and and and, uh, but still though, that the the point spread did not reflect that. Since he was still favorite, even um, the point spread was minus three on that game, three three and a half, and um, you know so. Any given Sunday, again, guys, I say it every show, uh, anything can and will happen. Be careful with sides. I don't put a lot of money on sides compared to totals. Um, I put some money on these weather totals. You know, um, Jeff made me check during the break. He doesn't even know this. I checked on weather. I'm going to have something later on for you guys that's going to directly reflect weather. Um, Jets game, even though it's right now it's sunny and, and, and not sunny, it's, it's, it's cloudy, overcast, but no rain right now. It's going to be pouring for the game, according to the weather I just oh, read. Wow. It's going to be raining for the game. And he, like, like he said, that Washington game, it also will be raining. So that means a lot on uh, just moving the ball, the way the game goes down, the way the game, the flow of the game works. So I'll have something for you here later on in this. Like that. I love it. Absolutely. Great. Um, and you also mentioned, Crack, anything can and will happen on an NFL Sunday. Anything can and will happen when we toss it over to Isaac Lowenkron. Who knows where this sports update is going to go? I low. What is going on? You are so prescient. (laughs) So prescient based on what I'm about to tell you. After this first item, the Washington Commanders this morning downgrading defensive end Chase Young to out for today's game against the Atlanta Falcons because of illness as well as a knee injury. Now, under the file of you never know what's going to happen, Free agent receiver Odell Beckham Jr. has just tweeted, and I quote, Never in my life have I experienced what just happened to me. I've seen it all. Never in my life. I could never make this up. Unquote. No word yet on what the hell he actually means by that! Jeez. I don't like I don't like those tweets, man. Like, congratulations <laughs> on the word happened. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, just tell us or don't tell us. I right. mean, the problem is he's a free agent. He's visiting. So this could be about one of his free no, agent visits. No chance. This okay. Is, this is something, he, he hasn't right. visited the Giants yet. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
You just can't be too sure. Actually, excuse me, uh, Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones, do you have any idea what Odell Beckham Jr. was talking about? I've been thinking about it a lot in the shower. (sighs) Thank you for your time. Anyway, moving on. Soccer breakdown in three, two, one. At the World Cup today, Morocco has defeated Belgium two to nothing. Earlier, Costa Rica over Japan one to nothing. Coming up at the top of the hour, it'll be Canada against Croatia. In college football, Stanford head coach David Shaw has stepped down after 12 seasons. He made the announcement late Saturday night after the Cardinal concluded its season with a loss to BYU. Texas A&M upset fifth-ranked LSU 38 to 23. Number six. USC over 15th ranked Notre Dame 38 to 27 Trojan quarterback Caleb Williams ran for three touchdowns he completed 18 of 22 passes for 232 yards and another touchdown at number 13 Washington wanted Washington State 51 to 33 Huskies quarterback Michael Penix Jr. threw for 485 yards and three touchdowns fellas back to you Thank you very much, Ilo. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Let's dive into this. Follow the money. Real good money. All right, we're following the money with Jason Scott, BetMGM VP of Trading, joining us here on the show. Uh, Good morning, Jason. Happy Week 12 to you. I'm curious, kind of an interesting slate today. We've got 12 games. Of course, we had the three NFL games on Thanksgiving, so kind of a, a weird mixture what we're looking at here what is the most heavily bet game today I'm just curious with the way the games are, are shaking out today what's on the slate you're right it is a different league slate today and there's some, certainly some different different looking spreads and totals you know the, for instance that Chiefs uh, huge spread small total you don't see very often with Kansas City uh, our, our most bet games are the Ravens and Jags the Ravens Ravens are the loser and the Bucks and Browns uh, would be the second. What we are seeing, we've seen a change in our customer behaviour over the last probably three weeks, four weeks, that matches that previously where the dog the dog winning would have been an absolute bonanza for us has proven otherwise and we're seeing a lot more money uh, coming on the on the other uh, big dogs than what we were seeing for the first sort of eight weeks. But our customer base has certainly changed. So yeah, so so do you end up having more people trying to like to chase today, to make up for losses on Thursday? Like, are you seeing a different volume of, of wagers today than, than maybe usual on NFL Sunday? Yeah, it's probably been over the last month. I mean, uh, the, the, the perfect example is uh, when uh, the Eagles lost the other night to a couple of Monday nights ago to, to Washington. At the start of the season, that would have been the best result in the world for us. We And we, we won small. Uh, you go to Thursday, that very first game, the Bills covering the start of the year, we would have got beaten up properly. We won on those games. So we're seeing a change in behavior. Jason, did I hear you correctly? Did you tell me that the double-digit dogs are, are, are maybe getting bet a little more than they were maybe in the early part of the season? Uh, not not a little more, significantly more. Wow. Like probably 2X. That's unbelievable. Wow. Yeah, because I, I haven't even told the guys on the show. I, I, I uh I like one this week. I like one of them this week, so we're going to be talking about that later. But um, so, so uh, and also, you said Baltimore. The, the first game on the schedule here has been the that that's the most heavily bet game on the Baltimore side. Did I hear you right? Yeah, they are. They are. We're seeing we're seeing our volumes that are really trending towards the games where the the, the favorites are sort of four points or less, and we've mm-hmm. we've seen that over the last month. 
consistently. And today's the same. In actual fact, the third highest game I didn't mention it would be the title Titans Bengals. Okay, so, cool. which team do you need the most today? Uh, is it is it Jacksonville? Is it Cleveland? Is it somebody else? Uh, I think we'd like to see the Jags and uh, actually and the Raiders. Um, Kansas City is hosting the Rams. The Rams have uh, no quarterbacks in this game. Is there uh, a lot of people on the Rams at all, or are they just kind of just kind of generally staying away? It's a game. It's very, the, the Rams are a loser for us, but the handle compared to some, some of the other games is awful. And as I said, uh, you very very rarely see a fifteen and a half point line on a forty two point table in a Kansas City game. I'll ask the same thing then on on the other double digit dog. Houston, uh, so so Houston, Miami. So you, even though that game opened up at twelve and it's now fourteen, are you seeing balanced action as of right now on that game, or even maybe even more on Houston? It, it's it's close. It's close to balanced. Uh, yeah, there's no fears about the quarterback change for the Texans there. Uh, there's a little bit of money uh, early in the week from the Sharps. Obviously, they had a little bit of information about the change. Uh, where it's sort of moved to 12 to 14. But since it's been at 14, Bill, we're seeing as much action on the, yeah, it's close to 50-50 in the last 24, 36 hours. I'm not complaining at all, Jason, but uh, I hear the dinging. You're a man that's plugged in. How many messages, whether emails, instant messages, do you think you get a day? Yeah, actually, I should have. I've I've changed my, uh, I forgot, I've been using uh, spank odds. Which is uh, sort of the pull of the Don Best, and I must admit I hadn't—I'd forgotten to turn off the alert, the the, uh, the the noise alert when I when I came on the radio. My apologies. Oh, it's fine. It's again, it's not a complaint, but it's just I hear it, and I'm like, man, I wonder how many messages he get a day. I'm guessing it's maybe in a, a thousand or so. I don't know. <laughs> Sunday morning when we go up for college basketball, or any morning we go up for college basketball, the alerts just—they trigger fairly quickly. So you guys are using. Did I hear you say you? So you are you using spank odds also in conjunction with Don Best? I use it myself personally. I've got Me a, too. I have got a pretty good relationship with Spanky, so he's definitely a. Yeah. Me, look, I, I think it's better than Don Best. So I use pretty it. good. It's free. It's free yeah. right now for everybody. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that's not going to happen yeah. after the Super Bowl. They're going to start charging. But yeah, so no. He, I'm, he I'm, told me that. But yeah, no, I, I think it's a really good service. Definitely, I'm gl- so glad they have competition uh, and, and uh, good. Good for Spanky. Good deal. Very nice. How, how do you spend your Sundays? Like, do you yeah. are you watching the games? You sit in your office watching the money. Like, how, how are you spending today? Uh, look, I I'm very busy up until probably the kickoff of the second slate. Uh, once I pass that, I'm not much more than a cheerleader. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I need the guys in the office to handle the late game and any of the play off of it. Yeah, we, I'm fairly busy until sort of. Uh, well, one o'clock West Coast time, uh, yeah. and then after that, I'm, as I said, I can't do much more than sit and hope and watch watch the results and see what happens from there. Very nice. Well, hey, thanks for the time, Jason. Hope it goes well for you in Week Twelve, bud. Thanks, guys. Thank you. There he is, Jason Scott, BetMGM VP of Trading. Yeah, man. What's that service called? Crack? What is it? That uh, you spank use? Spank Odds. And Spank it's odds. it's free right now until the Super Bowl. Uh, Spanky is a uh, you know it's funny. I, I was his first follow on Twitter when he when he got to, when he got a Twitter account, and now he has almost as much followers as me. Uh, he is a, a, a middler, a scalper, a line mover. If he bets something, 
it's going to move. It's going to move the entire market. You know how I give you guys games yeah. early in the week and they move, you know, depending on, on, on someone to move three points, sometimes two points, sometimes one. Um, when he bets something, the world listens. So, um, he, you know, he, he's, uh, you know, a big mover back east. And, and uh, yeah, so he come up with this odd service to compete with Don Best. Thank God, because, you know, I, I give Don Best like two grand a month almost. I mean, I give between 1600 and two grand, depending on the month. So I'm so happy we have something that, that that's a, a free plug for him. I wasn't planning to do that, but Jason yeah. mentioned them. So um, it, it's anyone that bets sports should, should have it. Just pull it up for free. You get the live odds from every casino in the world. I need to know that. I need, I need to see what the indicators in the market. It's a big way I make a living is because of the indicators in the market. Certain sports books, you follow them, you'll see them move first. The slower moving sports books, that you'll, you, you don't have to know anything. You don't have to know a player on a team. You don't have to know a single thing except for numbers. That's all it is, is a numbers game. You just have to see the numbers, where it's going. If you can catch a key number, uh, plus three and a half, when you see the whole screen going down to three or two and a half, you have a mathematical edge over that bookmaker. By the way, what was your joke, Jeff, that you bet SC and the line went the other oh, way? Oh, yeah. That was funny. <laughs> Notre Dame. I said Notre Dame, I think. And I love, and I love how I love that the, the crackers like, I'm sorry, buddy. I'm like, no, I'm not being serious. No one no one takes my $20 wager and yeah. moves and it moves moved it the line. That's crazy. Dude. I'm yeah. very excited for Mississippi because I want to just, like, Crack's going to come with this bundle of cash. I'm going to have, like, a oh, little bit gonna of a tiny great. stack. It's, it's going to be, so be fun, fun next week for sure. You know, and we've funny. got Bill Krakenberger. Uh, 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 no, I'm saying on the plane sometimes, you know, depending on where I'm going, I, I don't even know right now what's going to – by the way, for everyone that doesn't know, we're going to be in Mississippi next weekend. We're going to be live in Biloxi uh, at the Beau Bo Rivage. I think that's the name of the place we're going to be. I've been there, by the way. Beautiful. I love Biloxi. It's all those antebellum homes, the history, the, the uh, you know, it's just right. a beautiful place to be in. We're all going to be there. I don't even know the situation down there when it comes to sports betting. Like, is I don't know which sports I don't know, are, but we'll talk about it in the next – segment crack okay. right. <laughs> we got Sorry. bill krakenberger from crackwins.com sports handicapper very sharp jeff schwartz eight-year nfl veteran i'm brian no coming up next we had a group five a group high five we all like the titans today well we have another group five coming up next when we uh we're picking games we'll see if the high five is on the menu or not it is fox sports radio's countdown to kickoff presented by betmgm He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byer, and we have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sit, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts kickoffs are coming soon and we're leading you up to them this is fox sports radio's countdown to kickoff presented by bet mgm the king of sports books once again here's brian no eight-year nfl veteran jeff schwartz are you kidding me and sports handicapper from crackwins.com bill crack crackenberger it is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Let's dive into this. Check this out. Parlay Platter. Hey, place a first TD scorer prop on any pro football game at BetMGM. If your bet loses, 
you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Okay, Parlay Platter, we each have one selection. Put them together, try to hit all three, and cash this ticket. We'll start with you, Crack. What do you like today? Okay, I'm going to go with an ugly team. The Houston-Miami uh, game. Houston, yeah. let's, let's play them in the first half, actually. Ooh. So let's play them in the first Ooh. half. Um, uh, Houston plus, uh, it's anywhere from 7.5 to 8.5. Lots of 8.5s out there, too. Oh, crack. I, I love you, buddy, but whew. I know. I know. That's, that's <laughs> you're gonna have to trust, you're, you're the pro here. You're going to have to trust in this one. Yeah. Because um, Dolphins off a of bye, too. So, um, all right. I'm going to go with uh, the Seattle Seahawks minus the three and a half. I, I hate the hook here, but they're hosting the, the Raiders, guys. Uh, Seattle's off a of bye. The Raiders have, have won three games this season. Okay. Houston Texans, the 32nd uh, worst team in the NFL, right? Right, 32nd. And the Broncos, who arguably are the 31st worst team in the NFL. They beat them twice. Um, wow. They're not very good. They're on the road again <laughs> at Seattle. Seattle's off a bye. Pete Carroll's good off a bye. They're playing good football. I don't like the hook here, but I'll take the three and a half with Seattle. It reminds me a couple of weeks ago, it was the same point spread against the Giants, and they won by two touchdowns, you know? So it then was, three yeah. and a hook. Yeah, yeah so might might be comfortable today as well. I'm not going to overcomplicate it, guys. I'm going to throw Tennessee into this thing. I just think it's a great spot for them. They've played solid defense for the last two months. No uh, Jamar Chase today. Uh, you're not going to have the, Joe Mixon, the stud running back. And it's, uh, it's a revenge game. You know, that's a real thing when you were a one seed and you lost at home last season. So I think it's a great spot for Tennessee plus one right now at BetMGM. I think that's a good pick. Uh, all right, coming up next, we cruise on with the previews. It was a game that Jeff just hit on and a big spread. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Ah, yes, week 12, baby. That is right. We're about two hours away from kickoff here. It is Fox Sports Radio's countdown to kickoff. Presented by BetMGM. I just want to tell you guys, Crack has some great information about prop bets on our text thread over here. He'll bring it to you at the bottom of this hour. So about 30 minutes from now, some really good information. Good might be able, Yeah, might be able to take advantage of that, cash some bets today. How about this matchup? You were just talking about it too, uh, Jeff. Raiders at the Seahawks. <laughs> and I thought you detailed it very well. Raiders have three wins. They're against two teams. They beat the... The Broncos twice. And who was the other sad team that they beat there, Jeff? What was the other one? Um, Texans. Texans. They beat the yeah. Texans and yeah. the Broncos twice. <laughs> They're on the road against Seattle. And uh, uh, Seattle's had, it seems like, a long rest. But they just played that early window in Germany. But you get back to Seattle. They've been a much better football team than the Raiders have been. I just, I didn't think we'd be talking about this heading into this season, about how is this Raiders team going to slow down the Geno Smith-led <laughs> Seahawks? But here we are, and that's what I think today is going to be like. Um, yeah, you know, the, the pass rush is obviously the best way to do that, right? Because that's really what the Raiders can do can do um, is 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 rush the passer because their secondary is not very good, right? So, you know, can can they get after the two rookie off the tackles for the Seahawks and those those guys, Abe Lucas and Charles Cross, have played well this season. Like that feels like the only way you kind of slow this the Seahawks team down um, is for, specifically for the Raiders is the ability to rush the passer. Otherwise, the Raiders to me they're they're actually 
dead last in the NFL uh, in in defensive of efficiency. So like the only way to do this is with your pass rush. Otherwise, they're going to have a, a really, really rough day stopping Seattle's offense. This may be the least bet day, uh, game of the day. I mean, opened up four and hasn't moved anywhere except for MGM, though. MGM actually has three and a half, minus three and a half, minus 15. This is, the, the like I said, the least bet game. It opened up four forty-seven and a half. That's the current line almost everywhere. So uh, we'll, we'll be rooting for you here, though, Jeff. Yeah, I, I I just think that it's a good spot. I mean, the hook's not great; it hasn't moved off of there. Yeah. I think there's some fours probably. Are there still are there fours anywhere in this game, or still oh, everywhere. three and a half? Everywhere. Um, oh, there fours everywhere. Yeah, yeah oh, there's, there's only oh, one I, three and a half out of the twenty five books on my screen. There's only one three and a half. Which well, BetMGM has a three and a half, yep. and it's minus minus one fifteen though, 115. so a little extra. I would even I'd be fine putting the four down with some less juice. I think the four would be fine in this in this situation. Crack, is it weird? that I feel better about betting a four than three and a half. I've been beaten um, so many times on the hook that I'd rather just avoid the whole situation and lose by a point. It makes me feel so much better. In this t- yeah, no, I hear you. <laughs> rather than lose, lose by half a point. Uh, in this situation, I may even look towards the money line. Uh, I hate to lay two to one on anything, but um, I, I, may, I may look to the money. Listen, I, I, I hate this. I hate to say it. I'm, I'm, I live in this town. I, I, I hate this Raiders. I, I hate the team. I hate. I, I just do. And then they go and beat Denver somehow. They just. They bother me. They bother me. I, um, they were ahead by like 17 versus Jacksonville and blew that game. So many spots and they're 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 just in disarray. You come here when now this game's on the road, but when you come to Vegas for a, a Raiders game, <laughs> there's more visitors uh, because they plan their trips around Las Vegas when their teams here uh it's fun though it's a fun atmosphere we we i guess we get like eight eight home games eight nine home games we get we get we we do have some fun here uh in town the town gets packed up it's good for the town it's good for the industry it's good for the the low even the local environment there's some breakfast spots that i go to by the stadium that are local mom and pop places that uh, i love to support i i i'm not really a supporter of any corporate industry or big corporate restaurants i go to mom and pop places i want to go somewhere i go like uh, to the italian american club or or, or or tuscany grill like I, I go to local spots local places to eat and uh that, that's who i support I don't, I don't again i know i'm going off on tangents sorry guys no it's a it's an interesting point though jeff where you were talking about the pass rush if you look at the raiders dead last as a team in sacks they have 12 max crosby has nine sacks nobody else has more than one yeah. <laughs> like that's so it's just, it's insane. It's just Chandler one. Jones has been a huge disappointment. Got paid by the Raiders and has been a no-show in terms of sacks this season. It hasn't happened. Yeah, um, you know, it's you add Devonta Adams and Chandler Jones. You think to yourself, like, man, like I have a I have a chance, right, to be to, to have kind of a special, you know, two specials. We saw what Tyreek Hill has done for the Dolphins, and oh, it yeah. just hasn't happened in, in Vegas. Like those guys have not had the production. And that feels very much like a coaching issue, right? I mean, you know, you, you would expect, you know, coaches to be able to to work those guys in. Um, you know, Chandler Jones, for example, like, I, I don't know. He should be able to, to rush the passer. I don't know why. He, like, what's what, what's happening there? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But Yannick Ngakwe, you know, like they let him go and he's been more productive this season. So they they let Yannick go and they picked up Chandler Jones. They thought that was going to be an upgrade and it hasn't yeah. been. It has not. Um, no, it but, hasn't been. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll see, though. You look at Seattle, they're number 21 in pass defense. So Devontae Adams has been eating the last three weeks. So if you're trying to match yeah. points, might be able to today. That's the one thing yeah. you have to be worried about. Yeah, I, I get that. But, like, 
you have to go to play the math game on this, right? Like, like yeah. if Vegas scores, like what they scored, they beat, uh, they scored seventeen, right, against against the Broncos to win that game. Or was it more than that? Twenty points? What was it? it was oh, I, what was it? Twenty two sixteen? Is that what it I was? It was twenty five twenty, but it could have been something like that. Yeah, like that was an, obviously an overtime game, right? Like. I feel like if, if they score 17, I feel comfortable that Seattle will score 24, right? Like I, like I feel like they, they're going to need to get in the 20s to win or keep this game close as an underdog, in my opinion. Obviously, things obviously yeah. can change. But that's kind of where I feel that you know the, the big issue will be for, for that offense, even with yeah. Devontae Adams playing well. Yeah, you're right. Overtime, 22-16. Yeah. yeah. So 16, yeah. re- 16 points in regulation. And Broncos defense is very good. So right. it, it, what's the stat? If the Broncos had scored 19 points this year in every game, they'd be like 9-1. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I love this stat even more. So you've got Jamal Williams, the Lions running back. He has 13 touchdowns this season, rushing touchdowns. Yeah. That's how many the so Broncos have offensively as a team. Jamal Williams yeah. downs is the Broncos. That's insane. But, not, hey, not here great. we are. Not great yeah, for the – Not great at all. No, Fox Sports Radio's countdown to kickoff presented by BetMGM. Earn a $50 bonus by signing into BetMGM and clicking on refer a friend to invite a friend. And in just a few simple steps, both you and your friend will receive a $50 bonus. BetMGM, the king of sports books, the king of parlays. How about this one, guys? Rams at the Chiefs. Chiefs are favored by 15 and a half. Good Sick. Lord. The last time you got to go all the way back to 2004 to find a defending champion that had a losing record the next yeah. season. So Tampa, they were the 03 champs, right? And then in 04, they were 5 and 11. I mean, the Rams are headed straight to under 500. It hasn't happened since 04, but they're getting 15 and a hook today. Yeah. D- do you have any crazy? Urge to take John Wolford and the Rams plus 15 and a half? I, I don't, but I will say, as someone who is a fan of the Chiefs and watched many games over the last, since really 2016, since my brother was there, um, this is like a classic, like, Chiefs win this game, like 23 17, where they just kind of BS their way. <laughs> They don't try very hard. It's an it's a it, we, we kind of joke at times. It's a Drew game. Like Andy Reid just calls the most basic of game plans of all time, and you're like, what is happening here? And that is what I think this game is going to be. Now, do I want to wager on it? No, because the Chiefs could just say, you know what, we're going to go up thirty nothing and be done with it. To me, like I think the Rams live wager is a pretty good play here at some point. Like if the Chiefs get up fourteen nothing or something, and this line balloons out to what twenty one plus points. I'd play the Rams there. I think I think the Chiefs will eventually mm. shut it down at some point. Wow, that's a surprising thing. I I know I know you like Kansas City, and uh, that that's. Uh, but I watch them a lot, Craig. They do this all yeah. the time. Like I was shocked at covering against Jacksonville was two weeks ago. Was yep, fourteen point favorites, I think. Yeah. But the Rams are essentially done, right? Matt Stafford should not play the rest of the season. There's no point for him to play, right? He's done for right. the season. Cooper Cup's not going to play again. I think they've started 10 offensive lines in 10 games now. I'm not sure today will be 11. I haven't seen the starting lineup for today. Um, you know, Aaron Donald obviously is still there, but the defense has not been as good just overall. I mean, they're just kind of a dead in the water right now. Something I don't talk about ever, guys. Uh, well, not the season hasn't really presented itself for me situationally to talk about this. Um, there is such thing as a correlated first half parlay. Not a lot of sports books. I shouldn't say not a lot. The first two I checked today, both 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 uh, took the bet. 
So there's a, there's actually an interesting bet you can make. It's correlated, like Kansas City minus nine and a half over twenty two and a half. Obviously, if Kansas City covers the nine and a half, they have a greater chance of going over twenty two and a half. As long as the Rams score like a touchdown, uh, you know that that that's what you'd want. Over, obviously, over first half total points for the for the not, not Chiefs team total, just over for no, the first half. No, Kansas, Kansas City minus nine and a half, and over in the, in the first half twenty two and a half. No, they wouldn't okay. let you take the the, the team total over because that, that that's just uh, suicide for the book uh, but <laughs> in this situation here though um, some books take it the sharper sports books I notice do not take this type of bet so uh, it's it's nothing to go crazy on but it's a correlation that comes up once in a while even though I said Houston first half even that game eight minus eight eight and a half or you know over 23 you'd like to go uh, 23 and a half but I, I did not play that one but I, I I nibbled a little bit at the Kansas City and over even though I know Kansas City is not the Kansas City of old I mean didn't well, they lose to like the Colts earlier this year yeah but, yes, they, but, they, but, they, like, but they do do that all the time the, the yeah. Chiefs right now are. I saw the stat earlier today. Um, so you know, EPA right, expected points added is a kind of a good, a good uh, you know metric to kind of measure uh, efficiency in your team. The Chiefs right now, I think, are seventh all time in EPA per drive on offense, like all time. time. Like wow. they are legitimately a, a really, really good offense, and they're without. Well, Kadarius Tony won't play today, but Juju I think is back. Juju's back. Cole yeah. Hartman's not going to play, but like they're doing this with. You know, touches for Noah Gray and for Kadarius Tony and Sky Moore and three running backs and, and Clyde Edwards Hilaire is now on on uh, on injured reserve. Like they're doing this with a bunch of guys, just dudes, just dudes. Um, so they're they're it's defensively to me is where they need to kind of perk up a little bit if they want to make a deep Super Bowl run. I just love that you had uh, what was it? McCole Hardman broke his TV. While watching a win last week against the Chargers, why? You know what I'm saying? See that? Yeah, he, he tweeted out. He was like, "Hey, did we win?" And he was like, "Dead serious. I broke my TV, and it was just in anger. You know, like he, yeah, like he threw a. I don't know. He threw something. He threw the control at it, and it was just cracked in half. And he was upset the way the Chiefs were playing in a game that they eventually scored 30 points and won at the end. You know yeah, what I mean? Like that just—it just shows you the standard that the Chiefs join the sports betting crowd, my man. Thank you. <laughs> so, I mean, what do you, well, what do you yeah, think? I, what do you think these guys all do? I don't want to tell you how many it, TV sets have been broken in the Schwartz house. What about Utah State this week? Oh, we don't have to get there. I mean, there'll be a lot of TVs broken for, for oh, yeah, Utah we State game. That. That's right. Yeah, um, but uh, um, look, the Chargers are an interesting squad, man. They—if they could play the way they do against the Chiefs each week, they'd win the Super Bowl. But they never do. Yeah. They play like they play I, down to everyone but the Chiefs. This is another spot for them today at Arizona, right? Like, how do they fare today? Because you're right that the two games that they barely lost against the Chiefs this year, they looked great at times. You know, it was a in Arrowhead. <laughs> it was a miscommunication with the tight end that turns out well, to be a pick six. And, yeah, yeah, right. It, it, Gerald Everett was just gassed at that time and was just <laughs> he, like, ah, I don't really need out. to run He's this like, route. I need to come out. He's like, I need yeah. to come out. And they, they, they let. And people kind of fault players for that. Like, that's honest, man. Like, I'm tired. Like, get someone else in who could right. do the job. I'm. I can't move. We're we we get tired sometimes. And take us out. Of, you have to come out of the game. Yeah, and then this last game against the Chiefs at home. It, yeah, there are times they look fantastic, and then other weeks you're just like, "What the hell is going on here?" But it's bad what country. was the news this week? Where uh, you know, uh, uh, who's that? Sean Payton. Sean Payton is interested in the Chargers' job. I always find that interesting when we still have 
a bulk of the season left, and there are reports of like, hey, I got my eye on this job because Brandon Staley <laughs> doesn't look like he's going to be around for the long haul here. Does not look like that whatsoever. Uh, okay. We've got uh, Jeff Schwartz, eight-year NFL veteran over here. We've got Bill Krakenberger from crackwins.com, our sports handicapper. I'm Brian No. Hey, by the way, every Thursday, be sure to check out our Countdown to Kickoff presented by BetMGM Original Podcast. Features yours truly, also Jared Smith and Bill Krakenberger. We give our takes on all the key lines and get you set for a weekend in betting. That's every Thursday. Just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcasts. All right, coming up next. This week, not exactly ideal for this guy. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Welcome to the biggest tailgate party in the nation. You're locked into Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Touchdown! And it's presented by BetMGM. The king of sportsbooks. Once again, here's Brian No, eight-year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz, and sports handicapper from CrackWins.com, Bill Crack Crackenberger. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you earn BetMGM rewards points that can be redeemed for things like free bets and risk-free tokens. They can also be converted to MGM rewards points that can be used towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts. So not a great week for Jets quarterback Zach Wilson. Not a great week at all. Got beaten up pretty good over what happened last Sunday. So the Jets lost to the Patriots last Sunday, 10 to 3. Not exactly an electric offensive output yeah. by Zach Wilson or the Jets. And this is what happened in the post game uh, press conference, a portion of it. Do you feel like you let the defense down at all? No. 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 It didn't feel like he let the defense down. Yeah. <laughs> and so he was subsequently no, no, no. benched. And there were a lot of people who had a lot of things to say. And they're mostly correct because he took no accountability whatsoever. And you have Mike White starting today for the Jets as they host yeah. the Bears. And Zach Wilson's not even in uniform. You've got Joe Flacco is going to be the backup. You don't even have Zach Wilson dressing right now. And uh, the Jets are selling this of, hey, just like a, a speed bump right now. We still have yeah. the utmost of faith in this guy. Yeah, okay. He's not even dressing today. How can you have faith in him? So that tells you, I think, where they stand with Zach Wilson. And to me, this is less about play on the field and more about his comments and lack of accountability after the game and just kind of his overall um, disposition on the team um, and about not losing the locker room. Right? That, that defense is really good. Okay, so as players – we understand, like we're not we're not dummies. Like we watch the film, right? We we see who's good and who's not good, and there's a general acceptance that you know guys you play with aren't going to be good, right? Not everyone's good in the NFL. I mean, you're in the NFL, obviously, but not everyone in the in that bubble is a good football player, right? And um, we can generally accept that premise if you work hard, right? And and you have accountability, and you show up every day looking to get better. And you say, hey, guys, you know, I'm not good enough and I'm looking to get better at it. And, and you work your butt off, you, you put your head down and you make it better. You may not, but we can accept when you trying your best. And I'm not saying Zach Wilson's not trying his best, but when you get up on the podium after you score three points in a loss and they ask you directly, 
is it your fault or do you feel any blame? And you say no. In the in the locker room, everyone sees that and they're like, nah, yeah, that, that doesn't work, buddy. Contrast that to Justin Fields, who separated his shoulder. And I, we'll get the inactive list in four minutes. I doubt he plays today. He's warming up right now, they said. But I would not play him at all with an injury. It makes no sense. And he came in that game last weekend in the locker room and apologized immediately to everyone, even though it wasn't his fault, right? The team, the offense has been fine lately. And then we get the report that Zach Wilson apologized on Wednesday. Too late. Too late. You already <laughs> lost your job, man. You, already lost, you should have apologized Monday, Tuesday. Whenever that first day you're back in the building, you, you didn't get a victory Monday. So you're there either Monday or Tuesday. That should have been when you apologize. And to me, this move is more about the locker room and Zach Wilson's attitude than it is on the field. Yes, the field stuff is bad. He's missing easy throws. He's not pushing the ball down the field. He's not taking chances. Those are all things that you can figure out over time. But the attitude thing, I think, to me, is the reason why he's not playing uh, anymore for this season for the Jets. Let's let's turn this into money. Here, I want to tell you guys something. There you something. go. So there's an alternative way. If you like the – and I think I, – I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, Jeff said something earlier about this. So the Jets to make the playoffs are plus $1.10, I'm looking at, at a couple spots or even pick them. I think that if you're going to bet today's game, by the way, as we speak, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven shops have moved the line from seven to six and a half. So we're, they're probably seeing uh, Justin on the field. There, there, there's some rumblings, I guess. Um, I haven't seen like a, a, a notification yet on my phone. I have some, some of the main guys that talk about injuries. Uh, so it's not official yet, I guess, about fields. But uh, I'm not watching in the background. If he's, being, if he's on TV a little bit, people see that automatically this game now. The, the sevens are all disappearing. But let me tell you a better way. Rather than laying three to one money line on today's game, I would rather lay. Will the Jets make the playoffs? I mean, I think that's a better way to do it. You're you're uh, you're basically betting the game. Pick them, uh, you know. And and let me tell you, the Jets have a good second half schedule here. They're still in there. You know, they're in. They're into it already. And uh, I think it's a good spot for them. I, I actually like the Jets to make the playoffs. Um, would I ever say that before the season? Boy, no way. As you guys remember, the first week on this show, Jason from BetMGM comes on, and. We all kind of chuckled, including Jason. I think someone bet like $10,000. I think someone bet to win the division 10000 to win the mm. Super Bowl. Like talking about millions of dollars in risk for BetMGM. And I bet you they're not as comfortable as they were back then. And no one's really laughing at that person now, though. I mean, there's still a real long shot to win the Super Bowl. We know that probably can't happen. But um, especially with this quarterback rumblings in the locker room. And Jeff brings up a great point, being the veteran player that he is. They don't want to hear this. This 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 team is actually overperforming. They're doing great this year, and they have to hear the stuff from from a court. Ah, it just must be uh, such a such. There's like such. It's just rumblings in the locker room. What it does, it gives everyone bad attitudes and stuff. Hopefully, it doesn't reflect this week on the field, and uh, hopefully, the, the the kid you know performs well uh, at quarterback here. So we'll we'll talk about. It. I have some uh, props in this game and other, yeah. some other games uh, coming here real soon. Nice. That's the thing to me is it'd be a red flag if Zach Wilson were performing well, if he was playing well out there, which he isn't. For him to say in in a bad spot, let's just say you laid an egg, it still would be a red flag if he was like, 
Now, I don't feel responsible for the, the three points we scored and my 77 passing yards. It'd be a red flag if he was getting it done outside of last week, which he isn't. You look yeah. at some of his numbers, his completion percentage is 556 yeah. That's the worst among starters in the league. His wow. passer rating is 71.6. It only is better than rookie Kenny Pickett. That's it. He's got 13 career touchdown yeah. passes in 20 games. And this season, four touchdown passes in seven games. Joe Flacco had four touchdown passes in one week against the Browns. Jesus. So they, you could rattle off these stats for days. And Robert Sala, he's trying to sell this as the Jets head coach of we're not wavering in our belief in this guy. We still believe he can get it done. We still love his talent. Just got to work out the other issues. This is a freaking wrap. There is no way he turns it around in yeah. New York and turns out to be like an upper echelon quarterback. It's not happening. It, it's not. And so I'm, I'm, look, there's a discussion that we always have when it comes to where quarterbacks are in their careers after year two and three, right? It's kind of the discussion we always have. So most quarterbacks that have played for two years, and Zach Wilson has like 20 starts, right? If you are not average, you most often do not become above average ever in your career. There are some outliers, right? For example, Troy Aikman is an outlier, okay? Mm -hmm. Alex Smith is an outlier, Josh, Josh Allen, Allen yeah. Josh Allen, extreme outlier. Those, that's three. I just mentioned maybe Trey Tua, was, maybe Tua. Well, okay, but here's the thing about Tua. So Tua, Tua showed some tendencies the previous two years where he sure. is good. Like yeah. he was better than all three of those guys I just mentioned. Yeah. after year two, right? Yeah. Like we, we, I think we agree on he was better than Aikman was, and obviously that's a different. It feels like a millennium ago. Yeah. But Aikman, yeah. Alex Smith, he was better than Alex Smith. And Josh Allen after year two, right? Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't think Tua's in that discussion quite the same. There's also still questions about Tua as well. Like, <laughs> still, whatever. Not the point of this discussion. <laughs> Is that it feels very unlikely that Zach Wilson will make that jump in year three. Now, you can hope that is, but part of it, too, is like, for example, so to me, to a, I know we made fun of the accuracy stuff, the accuracy stuff in the offseason because Tyreek Hill was just blowing some, I mean, whatever. But he is a generally accurate quarterback, right? Like, that's his elite trait, accuracy, okay? You have to typically have one of those traits, one elite trait to make a jump, okay? What, what elite trait does Zach Wilson have? Big arm? Well, everyone sort of yeah. has a big arm in the NFL. That's sort of like a thing that everyone has to have to, to play the position. He doesn't have an elite trait crack. There's no elite trait. And so what do you – if you're a Jets fan right now, what is, what is your coaching staff building on next season for Zach Wilson? Like what are they saying, man, we're going to do the offense around this? Because you look at, at Justin Fields right now, right? You, we, we can build the offense around his, his – his he's an elite athlete, right? We can build – Trevor Lawrence, okay, big, powerful arm. Right, like we can build around the big powerful arm. What do you build around for yeah. for Zach Wilson? Uh, I, uh, what? Yeah, and until Brian said, I kind of didn't realize he was that bad. Of course, I know yes. he's in the lower tier, maybe the lower third. I mean, literally, only the Pittsburgh rookie is worse than him. Uh, pick it according to what you said, and and is that fifty five percent? You said fifty five percent. Completion percentage. Good, yeah. I had no. I, I really didn't have any. You know, you know me. I'm a numbers guy, and I, I seen this game went from five and a half to seven in one pop um, at, at all the sports books. Um, I think it was yesterday, and uh, now the, the again uh, the sevens are disappearing. Yet MGM still has the bet. MGM still has the seven, but uh, 
You know, would you ever think the Jets would be giving seven points uh, this season to anybody? Wow, this is no. this is I mean, uh, it's, amazing. It's more about the, the the what was the line three three and a half before the, the sure. Fields Look ahead. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Three. Yeah. It's three. all about Justin Fields for sure. Yeah. Hey, we're all about Isaac Lowenkron right now. We'll have some prop bets for you right around the corner. But first, I low with the latest. What's going on, bud? All the inactives have just been released for the early games. Here we go. Chicago Bears quarterback Justin Fields officially inactive because of a left shoulder injury. So that means Trevor Simeon indeed will start at quarterback against the Jets. Jets running back James Robinson, by the way, a healthy scratch for this game. Washington Commanders defensive end Chase Young officially inactive today against the Falcons because of illness as well as a knee injury. Ravens running back Gus Edwards is active for their game at Jacksonville. Cincinnati Bengals receiver Jamar Chase officially inactive for their game at Tennessee because of a hip injury. Tampa Bay Buccaneers defensive lineman Vita Vea is active for their game at Cleveland. And speaking of Cleveland, fellas, remember earlier this week when an unknown vandal snuck into Cleveland's first energy stadium in the middle of the night and went joyriding around the field in a Ford F-150 pickup truck causing damage to the turf? Remember that from earlier this week? Well, the grounds crew repaired the turf as best as they could, but pictures that have been tweeted out by reporters from the stadium today show two enormous circles of tire tracks on one side of the field. So, I mean, they're very clearly visible, and there's a potential issue uh, depending on how deep those tire tracks still are, despite the grounds crew during its, doing its best during the week to try and repair it. Uh, for the record, the unknown suspect who still remains at large, by the way, get this, in addition to joyriding around the field and damaging it, they also broke into a box and took two Cleveland Browns scarves. Wow! Yeah, scarves. Big getaway. Yeah, I'm gonna. I hope they were trying to destroy Brownie the Elf at midfield. I hope that was the whole reason for this thing. That that's the thing. If if they had any panache or sophistication instead of just being a regular thief. They would have done just that, but instead it was to the left side of the field. Like we said, the suspect still remains what, at large. What day was this? Did they do this? On? This was overnight from Monday to Tuesday. And they did. They couldn't fix the field between the last six days? They, 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 they is, tried is, their best. Is turf not available in, in Cleveland? There's no patches of fescue that you can bring in? Like, what do we... The Steelers replaced their turf on a Saturday night after a, 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 a Panther game for the Steelers to play on Sunday. The by, by the way, did, no you guys, turf available? did you guys just notice the incredibly impressive thing that Schwartz just dropped. What? He, he made that? a fescue a reference. Fescue. Yeah, sure. I, I mean, that is deep. <laughs> Only big, here big, we big can Horticulture. Yeah. Yeah. You, nice. you will not get better horticultural analysis. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, the only reason I know what fescue is, I just Googled it when he said that. <laughs> I had no idea it was a genus of flowering plants. So wow. Jeff Schwartz, the big golf thing, fescue, you know genus this. of fescue genius. I'm. By the way, no suspect yet. Is it any surprise that the Browns are 30th in the NFL in defense if they can't protect their own stadium Jeez. from a guy joyriding around the field? And they need Baker back. You know, I'm since t- he he, left. I mean, you knew he was all. there. You yeah. knew he was there. 
Anywho. Soccer breakdown in three, two, one. We've got offensive fireworks between Canada and Croatia. 38th minute. It is Canada one, Croatia one. Canada Whoa. getting on the board on a goal by Alfonso Davies in the second minute. But Croatia has just drawn even moments ago in the 36th minute. Now, we mentioned in college football, fellas, that overnight Stanford head coach David Shaw has stepped down mm-hmm. after 12 seasons. ESPN has just reported that Wisconsin has targeted Cincinnati's Luke Fickle to be its next head coach. And with that, back to you guys. Thank you, Ilo. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. How about this one? This just caught my eye from Ian Rappaport. Jets running back James Robinson. They traded for him with the Jags. Healthy scratch today. Healthy yeah. scratch. James, isn't that weird? You trade for the guy. You, it's, I, I'm going to interrupt you here because my last text was Jets Carter over rushing yards. The lines yeah. are stale. Also, 10 and a half rush attempts over. Very hard to find, though, so uh, I, I really can't officially give it out. But I'll tell you, I did find one out of four sports books that did have both. So uh, that, now that you said that, that all makes sense. And uh, it's probably a stale line. Probably a really good bet if you can get down on it, guys. Yeah. And, Jeff, you mentioned it. Bears quarterback Justin Fields scratched today. He's out. He's inactive. Smart. It's a 3-8 and eight football team. Why would you send out who could be your franchise quarterback with a separated left shoulder? It just doesn't make any sense at all. Very so, smart guy. Yeah, Trevor Semyon getting it the start It makes no today. sense. I'm with you guys there. It, it, it makes sense to, to make that happen. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, we're going to stretch our legs out here because we've got some prop bets right around the corner. We've got Bill Krakenberger, sports handicapper from crackwins.com. We've got Jeff Schwartz, eight-year NFL veteran. I just saw he tweeted out his thoughts about the Ducks game last night. I have not yeah. been able to peruse that. There's nothing, want to I already us said a, it this morning. If you want to be more depressed, you can go ahead and do it. <laughs> What's the Cliff's Notes version of that video there, Jeff? We're going to be fine. We're going to be okay. I like it. Okay. We won, nine, we, won not, we won nine games and it had a down season. I think most programs would, would, would take that. By the way, you're OC going to uh, Arizona State most He's, likely, okay. right? Brian, how old are you, Brian? 45. Crack, how old are you? Uh, 54. I thought Brian okay. was like 30. Wow. I'm, 30, I'm, thir- <laughs> I'm 36, okay, guys? Thank you, Crack. The new Arizona State head coach is 32 years old. Jesus. Wow. 32 years old. Whew, I'm dead. How how old is Dan Lanning? Thirty six. That old? Is he really? He's the youngest. He was the youngest comfortable head coach. Now it's uh, now it's Kenny Dillingham. Kenny Dillingham. <laughs> wow, that's insane. I'm Brian. No. All right, coming up next, we got some prop bets galore. We all, all three of us, love prop bets. Crack on the text thread. He's got some great ones you can take advantage of. We'll get to that right around the corner. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Kickoffs are coming soon, and we're leading you up to them. This is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Once again, here's Brian No, eight-year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz. Are you kidding me? And sports handicapper from CrackWins.com, Bill Crack Crackenberger. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. We're about an hour and 13 minutes until kickoff. Reminder, every Thursday, be sure to check out our Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM Original Podcast. Features yours truly, Brian No, Also, Jared Smith, our guy, Bill Krakenberger. 
We give our takes on all the key lines and get you set for the weekend in betting. That's every Thursday. Just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's dive into this. This is Same Game Parlays. All right, your same game parlay today. Which game are you targeting, Crack? I'm looking at the Bear game. This is a strictly the, uh, a weather thing, Chicago and, and uh, the Jets. I'm going to go under. On, there's some alternate lines, man. I'm, I'll use the 216.5 on, on Mike, uh, Mike White. I'll use, for Simeon, I'll use... 189 and a half. So I'll put those three together with the oh the under in the game, of course. So it's kind of correlated, like I said, the weather under here. Uh, all three under and under in the game, under on white, under on Simeon. Uh, 50 pays 250. So there you go. Nice. You see anything on Michael Carter, the running back? You thinking about going uh, over there? Yeah, that's what I was saying. I, I actually seen one out of four <laughs> sports books I checked for uh, the over there. That was a that was a really good bet. Uh, if you can get that in, and there's still, it's still up at a couple books. That's a, a, a probably a really good bet. And and I only was really thought about that once you talked about uh, the situation there. So good, good, good bets. Very nice. All right, let's get to this as well. On three. One, two, three. Prop it up. Let's go play. Player plays. Uh, yes. Hey. Place a one-game parlay with at least four legs on any pro football game at BetMGM. If all legs hit except for one, you'll get your stake back in free bets up to $25. We all love the prop bets over here on the show. We'll start with you, Jeff. What do you like the most here, prop bet-wise? So, uh, Jared McKinnon, um, the Chiefs now, I guess he'll be the second running back because of Clyde Edwards-Hiller being out. Uh, he's over, um, I'm going to go over 19.5 rushing yards. Um, I, again, the second half of this game, I feel, will just be a Chiefs rushing fest. Like, just get, get the game over with. I'm fairly certain they go to Cincinnati next weekend as well. So, this will just be like, get through this. And to me, we're just going to see a lot of carries in the second half of this game. He's the backup. But again, the Chiefs t- typically kind of equally split reps this season too when he's gotten uh four or more carries so he's had he's had three games this year he had seven carries he had 20 yards obviously that that gets right over there eight carries for for 53 yards and six carries for 24 yards so he gets over that number if he gets a little bit of carries i think today being the the official kind of backup running back he'll get that number interesting i like that Crack, what do you like, man? The text thread, you got some great information on the text thread, man. Yeah, I put it on the thread. Listen, the reason why I'm going to get this out now instead of the best bet for the end of the show, it really is that good of a bet. I I really, really like this under. um, I lost on it last week, but the situationally a little bit different here. So I like Andy Dalton under passing yards. It's anywhere from like 215.5, 217.5, 212.5. I see 217.5 under minus $1.30. I hate, I rather lay the, I rather go under minus $1.10 and five yards less. But under there, I just think that this is a situation here we have that literally uh, we may have Hill, Taysom Hill. Taking some uh, snaps here, so I, I think you have a good opportunity here. Tough matchup. I, I like the under there, and I, like I said, I, I'm, I, you normally would save this for last, but you only have three or four minutes to get it in, or five minutes. So this is a really good bet. Under. 
You know, it's funny, man. Your Andy Dalton under passing yards is becoming like my Jacoby Brissett. He's going to throw an interception. Plus right, 110 for Brissett. Plus 110 <laughs> for over right. one, over half an interception today. Looked it up already for you. I love that. That's awesome. He's got a great chance to do it against Tampa's defense. Yeah. They could be playing from behind. Yeah, I could see that happening. I, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I just look at uh, – I'm looking at Aaron Rodgers in Sunday night, in the Sunday night matchup. His passing prop is 225 and a half. I like the under. I think that they're going to pound the rock. I think they're going to run the ball quite a bit. If you look at Washington's formula for success, last time Philly lost at home, they ran the ball and ran it and ran it and ran it. I think that's what they're going to try to do tonight. And we saw this a little bit against Buffalo. Remember when Green Bay, they were down by 17 points. They're just running the ball in the second half. So I think you're going to see a steady diet of that tonight. And I think Aaron Rodgers goes under 225 and a half. You, I can the, see the thumb, I can see the thumb the story is out now, right? That his thumb is broken. Yes. And that, yeah. that yes. feels like one of those like stories that. that when they bench him, it's easier to say why they did so. Huh. Like, yeah, his thumb's broke. That's interesting. His thumb's broke. <laughs> right? Like, when they take that with, if they, at some point, like, it ain't working, man. Gonna, oh, his thumb's broken. It's okay. His thumb's broken. We're not really benching him. It's, it's injury. Like, that's what it feels like. Because why, why this week, right? He could have said this last week. His thumb made no change last week to this week. But I think it's out this week for that reason. Like, hey, like just if, if he has to be benched, this is the excuse, not the, the poor play. Maybe. I think it's just Aaron Rodgers pulling a me move. I think it's Aaron Rodgers because Fair. he's getting all this heat and all these people are saying, oh, he's underperforming. He's missing receivers. And it went from something vague earlier in the season of hey, I'm dealing with a thumb issue here too. It's broken. I, I'm having grip issues. Like he's just laying it out. Does that help the Packers at all? No, but it helps Aaron Rodgers rep a little bit by putting it out there. I guess. There's a great line. Uh, just you guys have as a cult movie. Uh, you guys had. I hope you've seen it. The Pope of Greenwich Village. You ever see that movie with with the Mickey no, Rourke, I Eric seen Roberts? No, I don't think so. All no. right, all right. Well, he took my thumb. There's a good scene there at Mama's from Park when they <laughs> take they the guy's thumb off. They took my thumb. There, they took my thumb. They took my thumb, Charlie. You had it. All Perfect. right, coming up next, it is the matchup of the day today. We'll get to that. They took my thumb. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, what is going on, everybody? Hope you're enjoying your Sunday week 12 action, getting you all set. And the game of the day today is actually Bengals at Titans. That has the most playoff implications for both teams. And really, when you look at this game, we both talked about it. We all talked about it in the first hour. We like this spot for the Titans. No Joe Mixon. He's in concussion protocols. No Jamar Chase, the stud-wide receiver. The Titans have played great defense for over the last two months. Yeah. And they have a fully healthy Derrick Henry. It's a revenge spot with them losing to the Bengals in the playoffs last season. It's a How good spot for the matter, Titans. you think? I do think it matters. You know what is funny to me, Jeff, is I thought of you last night because uh, the revenge thing. I was watching Pac-12 after dark, and uh, it was Washington against Washington State. Washington yeah. won. They ran away with it. But at, at the end of the game, so um, there was a guy that, that got a sack, 
and his sack dance, he acted like he was waving around a flag and planting yeah, it into year, the yeah. ground. Because of last year, yeah. Washington State's quarterback at the time planted a flag. So this stuff stays with you. And I know for sure Ryan Tannehill, who said he went into a dark place after throwing three interceptions last year against the Bengals, they can downplay it all week and say, oh, it's about now, it's not about then. I don't buy a second of it. It yeah. absolutely is tied to the previous loss. Uh, speaking about that Apple Cup last night, did you see that the Washington State had security guarding their logo after the game so oh, they didn't wow. plant the flat? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> come on, come on, Cougs. Uh, you got to take your medicine like I yeah, did yesterday. Um, that's right. Look, I, you I think guys were up late game. last night then. You guys what? both were up oh, really yeah. late last oh, night. No, no, I went to bed about midnight. Oh, I didn't stay up for oh, the end did. of that game. Oh, I, oh, okay. I, I took Washington State plus two. I probably should take them just for the first half. They've scored 10 first half points the last three games. I, second half points. I should have known better. Um, but nonetheless, uh, look, the, the revenge part about the NFL is that it's just it's so business like each week that it's hard to like think of games. You might think that way, but you're obviously playing to win each week. And I think for the for, for, for the Titans, the revenge part of it is more like, man, we had some opportunities that we missed. And I'm not going to miss them in this game because you know there, there were obviously there were ways that Tennessee could have won that game, should have won that game. I mean, Ryan Tannehill had the ball driving down the field to win that game and threw a bad pass and was intercepted, and that was the end of the game. So I think that's more where it's like let's not make the same mistakes we made last season in the game today. Jeff, from your experience in the lot, I don't know if you've ever been in this kind of a revenge situation, but just from being a competitive player, is this a big motivational factor in the locker room? Okay, so not as, I would not say as a as a team it is. Okay, okay, but I think individually hmm. you have to find ways to motivate yourself each week. It's a very long season, and some guys use the they didn't believe in us or like you know I, I don't like this guy on the other team or my coach hates me or I hate this thing. And some people use it, and I think for Ryan Tannehill the revenge game narrative probably helps him to motivate for this week. I don't think Mike Vrabel goes in the meeting on Monday or really Wednesday and says, hey, guys, this is a revenge place for us. He probably went in there and was like, guys, this is you know, this is a, a, a game that matters for seeding. And, guys, we lost this team last year in the playoffs, and we know we should have beat them. And let's, you know, let's go into this game knowing what they are. Let's watch a film from last year. Let's watch a film from this year, and let's get a win. He's not saying, like, we need to avenge our loss from last year. That was last year, right? And I think Vrabel will very astutely point to this season as the current mindset, like this season. But remember what happened last year. Let's use that. Let's watch that film. Let's not make the same mistakes, and let's beat the Bengals now. Gotcha. I think what's also interesting, too, is this game is bigger for the Bengals than it is for the Titans. The Titans are sitting pretty in their horrid division in the AFC South. But if you look at the Bengals, it's interesting which way it could break for them today. If they win, it's possible that the Ravens lose at Jacksonville and the Bengals and the Ravens would have the same record. Yes. If the Bengals lose, think about what they're looking up at just in the wild card race. They'd yeah. be looking up at the Dolphins. Well, if the Dolphins win, they'd be looking up at the Bills, right, in the wild card race. They'd be looking up at the Jets, most likely. Uh, they'd be looking up at 
maybe the Chargers, they might have the same record at the, as the Chargers. The point is this. If the Bengals lose today, they're not a lack to even make the playoffs. Yes. So it, it's a huge game for them as far as their playoff positioning is concerned. And as someone Great who has point. a Bengals no Great playoff point. ticket, um, it's a very yeah the thing that, I, that would you know would be great. Also, you know the Titans would have. Um, you know, a little bit of a tiebreaker, as we mentioned, kind of in a wild card situation, if that ends up happening to be that way, uh, which feels unlikely unless there's a weird collapse in, for the tie-in. So, yeah, it's, it, I think it's an important mindset game, too, right? Again, for the idea of, like, we need, you know, we've been, you lost the Chiefs, you lost the, the, you got blown up by the Bills, if I remember right, and you lost the Chiefs, right? So to have a win against a playoff team would kind of, for the psyche, I think would be great for the Titans. The Bengals to make the playoffs are minus one seventy five on the yes. Just to let you guys know. Yeah, I, I have a no. I have a preseason no ticket. I don't even know what it is anymore. I could go look it up. But okay. I just I thought last year, they, you know, a bunch of things kind of went their way. Yep. You know, if they lose any one of those playoff games, we talk about them in the same way that we do now. You know, they beat the right. Chiefs on, on on a last second field goal to end the season. Right. They beat the Raiders on the final play. The Titans on the final play. The Chiefs on the final play again. Um, that typically does not happen in back-to-back years. And so that's why I said to myself, like, hey, you know, I feel like we're talking about them you know, differently if they lose one of those last games. Totally. Yeah, it's a perception changer. It absolutely is. If they, if they were one and done, which they easily could have been, um, no, we're not speaking, we're not waxing poetic Correct. about them right now at all. Right. So, yeah. That's why I look at, that at them. Mind. That's why I took that wager this year. Yeah. Well, we'll see if it cashes for you, Jeff. You're at, at least you. in the fight right now. You know? I, pre- I, appreciate, I appreciate your encouragement. I'm pulling for you over here. How about this? <laughs> the Saints against San Francisco. San Fran at 6-4 and four on the season, favored by nine in this game at BetMGM. You know. <sighs> Doesn't sound it, right. It, right. It's just it's one of those sleepy matchups. Yeah. You know, you just had San Francisco on Monday night in Mexico City. They throttled the Arizona Cardinals. It's all sunshine and rainbows right now for San Francisco. But at the end of the day, they're in uh, they're a six and four team. They have underperformed against the spread at home under Kyle Shanahan, and you've detailed that many times, Jeff. It's a favorite, it's, yeah, terrible. Yeah, they're not good at all. So I don't know if they lose this game outright, but I've got the Saints plus the points in this spot. Well, yeah, of course you do, because we need to make our wager. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> if, if, if I just blindly teams... pull for the Saints yeah. in 2022. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I, I think plus nine is a good spot here because, again, like the Saints are have some talented pieces. I think offensively they feel a little bit lost right now. Um, and the Niners coming off a big win on national television, feeling good about themselves. But the Niners do feel like they kind of have that mojo right now where they figure it out what they want to be on offense. And that's pretty scary, I think, when Shanahan figures it out. You know, and, you know, Jimmy G, not great, but doing enough in this offense. I, I think that's why people feel that way, and their defensive line's heating up a little bit as well. But nine points is kind of a lot, I feel like. I'm with yeah. you there. Yeah, you know, um, th- this is uh, an interesting matchup here. This is where I'm my, my under on uh, the, the Saints, uh, on, on Dalton here, but um, I'll tell you, this, this, this defense of San Fran, too, they haven't allowed a single point in the second half of the last three games. Wow. But it's the number one team probably in social media, media guys, radio hosts. This is like the team that they're touting as like the Super Bowl, to make a Super Bowl run here. But again, one of you guys just said it. They're 6-4. and four. I mean, it's not like they're, they're you know. But Correct. anyway, they are playing good. They're, they're 
uh, a good favorite today. I'm staying away from the game, but just bringing up some. Uh, the Saints are pretty beat up on defense too. A little yeah, bit. they so. are. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, we'll see what happens, guys. And, and the Saints haven't covered on the road yet, and they've been getting blasted by over seven points on the road. So, I, I don't know. It's a dangerous game, to your point, crack, in terms of that. But I, I just think that we all know that San Francisco is the better team. Um, but it's just one of these. Did they get fully up for a game like this? Are you getting so. up for the four and seven Saints that have been a grease no. fire for most of the season? I don't think so. It's just a sleepy spot right here. We have Isaac Lowenkron with some breaking news. Let's do that. Breaking news from Fox Sports. NFL media has just reported that Chicago Bears quarterback Trevor Simeon, who was supposed to start against the Jets today for an injured Justin Fields, hurt his oblique in warm-up, so the Bears will be starting Nathan Peterman at quarterback today. Back to you. Wow, can can we live bet during the live show? Can we do that right here? Is that allowed? Oh, oh, he hurt himself in warm-ups. Oh, man. As the screen goes ahead. Oh, my God. Hackenberger rushing to lay the six and a half. I mean, what's it at now? Seven minus a quarter. Yeah, wow. seven minus 20, seven oh minus 25. God. Nathan uh, yeah. Peterman? His claim to fame Peterman. is what, the five interceptions against the Chargers, right? Do I have, when to, he was do I have, to, put, do I have to put like the, the Jets in a tease now or something? I feel like I kind of have to, right? Like, oh, geez. <sighs> yeah. Seven's a lot. Wow. There it goes red. Well, the, the game the game is just locked on my on my book now. You can't wager on this game. They they shut the whole thing down. Like we're done. We're done. We're <laughs> I don't know who that is. By the way, do you, do you, I don't know who Peterman is. Do you guys know who that is? How, yeah, man. Peterman. He was, yeah. yeah, he's oh, been yeah. a backup like, for the most I heard part. Name. I just didn't know. Like, did he ever start a game in the NFL? Yeah, you remember it. Okay. So he was with the Bills. The five interception right? game. Five interceptions in the first half. I want to say go. against the Chargers. Okay. Yeah, and then he was with the Raiders. He was the backup with the Raiders. Isn't for it a great bit. that I don't have to know that stuff, though? That I could just <laughs> to, I mean, to it win. Matter. I feel like oh, wow, very strongly to this game. A couple seven and a halfs here. One, two, three. That's too much, though. That's that's that, that's too much of an over move <laughs> against a Jets backup, too. You have well, not that he's the backup, but I mean, this is uh, I'm I'm surprised. I see a minus seven and a half, minus fifteen now. So, so. would you? So, if you wanted to play them, would you say that that you would that you would tease them? Um, you know what? I hate teasers. I, the, 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 it's called a Wong basic strategy teaser, going through the seven, going through the three, right. bringing it down. They have done terrible, and you have to lay way too much juice. There's sports books in this town that charge $1.60 on a seven-point teaser. Let me tell you something. Really? Nobody wow. can beat anything more than even $1.30. I used to lay $1.15 on these. <coughs> a a, a two-team te- two teaser... A two-team seven-point teaser is minus 160 now? Is that what you said? Do I go correct? Is crack okay? Might, might be in Vegas, yeah. You guys are getting me all choked yeah. up here. So. <laughs> I, no, I, no, I was so excited to talk about A two-team teaser, a two-team seven-point teaser in Vegas now is 160. It's crazy. That's crazy. That's it? what got you choked up right there. Listen, it shouldn't be listen, like that. I That's tell insane. everyone. Um, I, I, I'm not a sports books friend. I'm looking to win. I'm looking to, to beat the sports yeah. books. I, I, no one can beat laying a dollar sixty. That's impossible. Impossible. There's one that charges a dollar sixty. There's one that charges a dollar fifty, and four that charge a dollar forty. I, I'm sorry. Wow. I don't even mess with teasers. So, I, I, so I, for I, the people that are just like a dollar sixty. 
What he's saying is, if you're betting this two-team teaser, it's minus 160. So you would have to lay $160 to win 100. Thank you, Thank you for explaining that. You're exactly right. Yes. Yeah. And that that's just um, – they should just use a uh, – literally go to the counter and just use a, a mask and a gun. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just love that. Like you said, Jeff, this game is locked. All you see is locked icons or it's yes. been taken completely off the board with Nathan Peterman It'll starting for the It'll come back at some Jets. point before kickoff, but um, – it won't be uh, for, for it the Bears, rather for the Bears. Yeah, I said it, it'll right. come back at some point, but I, I don't know when. Mm. But yeah, it's um, this it's, is going yeah. to seven and a half everywhere. Yeah. Just to let you guys know. Yeah, it just wow. some of the key sports books just went to seven and a half. Everyone follows them. You know, think about the ripple effect too. Is for everything Robert Sala, the Jets head coach, is talking about probably starting uh, Zach Wilson again at some point this season. How do you start no him chance. after today? If you walk all over the Bears, you know what I mean? How start, do you start? He's not starting again this season. You think he's not one more, huh? No, I think he's done. I, maybe what, a little what, sideways. What would be the justification for starting him? Yeah. What's that? What would be the justification for starting him? Again. I think that he's your most talented quarterback. He's your number two overall pick. He's a guy that but you that haven't mean, completely given up all hope That doesn't mean he's the right quarterback on. to play, though. Like, I, I, okay, the, the – the number two pick thing, I get like that's a real thing, right. and we are judged by our draft slot. Trust me, a seventh round pick, I, I know how we get judged by our draft slot. Um, but at some point, the production has to matter, right? Especially sure. when you're paying someone all that money. And right now, it's not mattering. And you have to sometimes admit, like, hey, man, we might have made a mistake. As much as it hurts to say that, that's kind of where the Jets are at right now. I agree with you. The one thing is you know that Mike, Fla- Mike White is not your – future you know Joe Flacco is not your future you know that you're probably not going to have Zach Wilson as your future ever but if the door is cracked with anybody it's cracked with Zach Wilson and that's probably why it gets another shot I think we'll see how it how it shakes out the crack struggling this and the crack is like it's choked up over this, this I mean quarterback news this today. is uh this is some move here sorry guys he's like he's like oh my he's like, usually don't see it. by the way I want to tell you guys eight there's an eight there's an eight wow I want to just tell you something when Ilo came on air with this yeah. This didn't move yet. Idolo has moved the world. <laughs> I just right. want to tell you right now. Isaac Lowe and Kron. He has moved the entire world. This was not red <laughs> on the screen. And uh, this is what we and, do on Fox Sports Radio on our make show. Make those checks payable to is, Isaac Lowe and Kron. And what's funny <laughs> is like Lowe normally I'm like dialed into Twitter this entire show and I wasn't paying attention. I would have for sure I would have bet on the Jets right away when I saw that and I lost out. It wasn't yeah, paying we attention. Missed that opportunity. It's tough. Missed opportunity. All right. Maybe in-game. Maybe maybe uh, Nathan Peterman heroically leads him down the field, first drive of the game, pay dirt, you know, and then you can bet on the Jets. <laughs> That'd be incredible. It would be great. All right. We've got Bill Krakenberger, sports handicapper from crackwins.com, Jeff Schwartz, eight-year NFL veteran. I'm Brian No. Coming up next, we're looking prime time here. It is an interesting spot for one team Is this more embarrassing than what we've already seen this season? We'll discuss that. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Welcome to the biggest tailgate party in the nation. You're locked into Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Touchdown! And it's presented by BetMGM. The king of sportsbooks. Once again, here's Brian No, eight-year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz, and sports handicapper from CrackWins.com, 
Bill Crack Crackenberger. 35 minutes until kickoff. Here it is, Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. New users, download the BetMGM app today and use code COUNTDOWN for a special offer. That's code COUNTDOWN in the BetMGM app. Sunday Night Football, Packers at the Eagles. Eagles 9-1, favored by 6.5. Crack, we talked about this on the podcast where a little suspicious, right? Six and a half, Eagles nine and one against a bad Packers team, but just under that key number of seven, it's it's raised a red flag for you, right? Yeah, it did, but there's two sports books that really control the market, and they are both minus six and a half, minus fourteen, and minus fifteen. Literally looking for no more money on Philadelphia. That concerns me a little bit, um, but I would lean towards still towards Green Bay, but not right now. Wait till tonight. Tonight, when everyone's chasing and they're betting uh, Philly, that's what I would. Uh, you know, people are going to bet Philly tonight, and we know that. And and, and right. you know, it possibly can go to seven at some of the slower moving shops. Um, uh, it, it's it's going to be a fun game, though. I think it'll be closer than people think. I don't think it's going to be. Uh, you know. Uh, Listen, like I said, the two sharp shops, I don't mean to be contradicting myself here. The sharp shops right now have Philadelphia. I'd like to know what they have at game time. I'd like to know what happens at game time. Uh, I'm more towards the... um, I'm more towards the 20 minutes before kickoff to know what these sports books have uh, on their lines. Listen, Philly was the you know unbeaten great team. We talked about them. Um, I think even the diehard Philly fans have come back to earth a little bit. I hope I don't get jumped when I fly into Philly next week or two weeks from now. Um, they, but then they're a little bit, a little more vulnerable here. They they could have lost that game versus the Colts too. So. Um, this this might be a better – listen, Rogers prime time. He knows he's on prime time tonight. Um, I have been betting against Rogers, by the way, yards, and literally two times in a row he, he, he beat me on the last series, even the last play of the game under. Um, I, I'm rooting for you at your play, though, when you're, when you're under. I, I, I'm more towards under than overs. You're, you're a winner till you're a loser. So let's see what happens. Primetime football, two, two, uh, two teams that that wasn't the look-ahead line. I can tell you that. It was much closer than that. The, um, look, the, the Eagles have kind of played not as good the last couple of weeks. Actually, well, three weeks in a row, right? They didn't cover against the Texans, lost to Washington, didn't play well against the Colts. Yeah. Uh, they need to find a little bit more in the passing game, I feel like. They're kind of getting figured out a little bit in what's happening with that. But, but this game, to me, and the line is big. So I don't really have a wager in this game, but... The idea of, like, Rodgers playing well this year is kind of gone now. Like, it's in week 11. He has a busted thumb. He's not playing well. Like, the idea that he's going to magically play well tonight, I think, is just not with reality. Now, the, the run game might be good. Aaron Jones might play well. Eagles, we saw, added some beef on the defensive line. It paid off a little bit against Jonathan Taylor last week. They held the Jonathan Taylor and that Colts offense down pretty well. Only 16 points for them. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't have a, a great play for this game, but just kind of the football perspective of it, I could certainly see the Eagles blowing out the Packers because the Packers defensively um, aren't the best. And offensively, again, like Rodgers isn't playing well. It doesn't really matter with his thumb. And maybe that's the excuse we want to use. And it's fine if we want to use that. But he's just not playing well, Brian. Like, I don't know if if it's going to change very much against the Eagles team. 
Yeah, he hasn't been. And the Eagles, they're second in pass yards allowed per game. They give up about 178 per game. And you think about that. This is a 9-1 football team. This is not a deceiving stat where, you know, they're 4-7 like the Packers record and the opposing team is just running the ball to try to run the clock out at the end of the game. The Eagles are 9-1, so a lot of teams are passing later in games trying to catch up, and they still have only given up 178 per game through the air. That's a really good stat, and uh, it shows that their secondary is legit. The weakness is their run defense, and like you said, they beefed up with Indomitian Sue and Linval Joseph, and that that made a difference, helped make a difference last week, slowing down Jonathan Taylor, but... Um, I think the Eagles, <laughs> the Eagles' best bet offensively is to run the ball effectively because the passing game, there's not been much fruit that has been bared through that passing attack this season. And now that it's out in the open that Aaron Rodgers has a broken thumb, you know, I, I don't think that helps the passing attack either. It certainly doesn't. Um, but I think that, again, this feels like – I'm not, I'm not saying this is not what's happening – but it does feel like an easy way to say, we're going to Jordan Love, right? Roger's thumb is, is busted. It's much easier to say that than it is to be like, yeah, you know what, you guys, we're, we're, we're going to bench. We're going to bench him. It just feels <laughs> much cleaner, right? It feels much cleaner to say, you know what, actually what's happening here is uh, his thumb is the reason why he's sitting. That, that to me feels like what's going to happen very soon, and it might happen this today like this weekend you know what i think also it it signals the official end of the season just not that we didn't know before but just that aaron Rodgers let it be known if the if the record round if they're seven and four right now i don't think we know that he has a broken thumb for sure but with them being four and seven and him taking some heat and there been trash talked about him, like he's like, yeah, by the way, I've, I've got a broken thumb. It shows that they're absolutely done. If you didn't know before, you definitely know that now. All right, uh, we'll get to uh, some of the in-game action that you might be able to take advantage of. First, though, I low with the latest fresh off of his breaking news update of Nathan Peter. Great job. Oh, man. In the lineup for the Bears here today. Uh, didn't have uh, didn't have that one on the old uh, bingo board. That's the big story with Chicago Bears quarterback Justin Fields already inactive against the Jets today because of a left shoulder injury. Trevor Simeon was set to get the start, was past tense. However, Simeon hurt his oblique during pregame warm-up, so the Bears will now be starting Nathan Peterman at quarterback, evoking chuckles from literally everyone who's listening to this right now on the radio. Meanwhile, guys, in Jacksonville moments ago, the Jaguars and Ravens had to cut their pregame warm-up short and leave the field because of severe weather in the Jacksonville area. Fans at the stadium have been advised to move to protected areas. Washington Commanders defensive end Chase Young inactive today against the Falcons because of illness as well as a knee injury. Bengals receiver Jamar Chase is officially inactive for their game at Tennessee because of a hip injury. And Tampa Bay Buccaneers defensive lineman Vita Vea is active for their game at Cleveland. In college football, the Wisconsin State Journal is now reporting that Wisconsin will name Cincinnati's Luke Fickle as its new head coach. Oh, boy. 
That escalated quickly. Indeed, the University of Wisconsin Board of Regents a short time ago set a special closed session meeting for this afternoon to, quote, consider additional compensation agreements for the head football coach, unquote. Soccer breakdown in three, two, one. At the World Cup, Croatia has just taken a 3-1 lead over Canada. They're now in the 73rd minute earlier. Morocco defeated Belgium 2-0. Costa Rica over Japan, one to nothing. Fellas, it is all yours. Thank you, Ilo. Appreciate that. Welcome to the Fox Sports Radio tailgate presented by the Big Green Egg. Nothing beats the flavor of live fire cooking on a Big Green Egg. It's the most versatile grill you'll ever own, backed by a lifetime warranty. Roll with the best. Shop online for free delivery at BigGreenEgg.com. Lifetime warranty, free home delivery, BigGreenEgg.com. All right, it is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Let's dive into this. Here we go! Not live yet, live betting. Ready, go! All right, we're forecasting potential spots once these games kick off where it's a good spot to get in on an in-game line. We'll start with you, Crack. Anything on your in-game radar here? You know, I'm going to look at this game, this this Chicago Jets game. I'll tell you right now, the overreaction. You understand this game opened 43 and a half. I know we had some big injuries or big outages here for the quarterbacks. Uh, I would, believe it or not, go against all the public jumping on the unders. Maybe look for even a better under here once the game starts. Uh, If you can get down to 35, it's 36 now. It's many major sports books. So I would look for the over. I'm going to be the contrarian. Look for the over in that game long term. Interesting. All right. Okay. Um, I've mentioned to me that the Rams at some point in this game, like the Rams, the Chiefs, I'm telling you, man, they are going to shut this thing down ASAP. They have the, the Bengals <laughs> next weekend on the road. Like, uh-huh. it's just, it's going to be one of those games. They're going to have a simplified game plan. They're going to BS. Like, just take the Rams at plus 20-ish something at some point today. That, to me, feels like a good spot to fade the Chiefs. I like that idea, yeah. Look, you guys might dislike this idea i don't know but i'm gonna throw it out there i'm still looking at this saints 49ers game i could see the 49ers jumping out right away let's say they're up seven nothing ten nothing whatever it happens to be they're not gonna be a whole lot of people wanting to back the saints you're gonna get even more points it's at nine heading into the game if the niners jump out you might get an in-game line where the Saints are like plus 15 and a half or something crazy like that. I just think it's a sleepy spot for the Niners. It's the it, ultimate let your guard right. down spot, right? At some point during this game, right. they might be like, we're good. We're up 13 nothing. They just get a little bit lax. I could see a nice in-game uh, light, uh, potential here for the Saints in this one. I, I think you're absolutely right here. Um, I, it does feel like a game. It's an afternoon game. Kind of, we're not going to pay attention to it. I, I think the afternoon schedule kind of stinks now because the Chiefs, uh, Rams. I saw promos for this game this week. Normally, you get a promo for a game and you get like both quarterbacks on the promo. It was just Pat Mahomes. <laughs> like it was just Pat. Like there wasn't like an Aaron Donald or Cooper Cup. Just was oh, Mahomes. Man. Like game of the week. Because I think it's Fox's game of the week. It's a 4:25 yeah. game game of the week and it was just Mahomes like no no Ram was even in there as well um, so uh, I, I, I'm trying to think of other places to go here well wow, Baltimore's down to, to minus three now wow that that's moved quickly oh, yeah. it was minus yeah, it four earlier, earlier this morning um, 
It was. Fun. I think maybe if the Texans come out a little bit quicker than we think, the Dolphins in game might be a, a place to go. Okay. I know Crack likes the, the Texans plus seven for the first half, I believe, but that feels like a, a spot a to to kind of snag up here. Um, the uh, the the Dolphins had a better number. I think in the end, the Dolphins and Texans have not been covering. Like they're a bad team that doesn't even cover. Like they, the Dolphins, I think, will overwhelm the Texans by the time this game is over. I like how they're doing right. for Fox. They do that little round table promotion for the game they have coming up where it's, you know, it's like Greg Olson and Burkhart yeah. and Aaron Andrews. It'd be funny if they were just like, wow, this game went from awesome to sucky right away with all these Rams injuries. Are you kidding me? They just cut right. Th- I know they can't, but it'd well, be funny if that well, was the I'm promo. Gonna, so I've seen those round tables. <laughs> where, when do they, do they do them after the do they film those after the game they're at? Because they film, like, they start promoting them early in the week. And so my two guesses, do they do that, like, before the season? They just have all their game of the weeks, and they sit down and talk talking points, and they cut it up enough to make it look like it's... Or do they do it, like, right after today's game? Do they sit down somewhere at a hotel or at Arrowhead and, and knock it out for next yeah, week? I don't know. It, it seems timely, but they might have just been pretty vague early in the Greg season. Because Greg Olson lives in Charlotte. All. I mean, they don't live together, like... Carissa's yeah. in, in Los Angeles. Like, they're not, like, filming these during the week, are they? They're not flying these guys in for one. No, no. They, <laughs> If anything, like you said, they would just set up a little room after the game. They probably did it before the season. I don't know. Yeah. I'd love to find out, though. That'd be kind of fun. A weird producing thing I was looking at. Yeah, yeah. Very <sighs> nice. Okay, we got lots to do here. We've got Jeff Schwartz, eight-year NFL veteran. We've got Bill Krakenberger, sports handicapper from crackwins.com. I'm Brian No. Coming up, we give you our picks, any of the latest news, the inactives. It has been a heavy inactive day. The reaction to it and what you might look to take advantage of if you're thinking about throwing a couple of uh, fazoles on these games. We'll give you some picks right around the corner. (laughs) It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Kickoffs are coming soon, and we're leading you up to them. This is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by MetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Once again, here's Brian No, eight-year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz. Are you kidding me? And sports handicapper from CrackWins.com, Bill Crack Crackenberger. Only 14 minutes away from kickoff. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Presented by BetMGM. Be sure to follow BetMGM across all socials at BetMGM. Before we get to the picks, guys, developing story with Odell Beckham Jr. So there there are tweets surfacing and video showing Odell Beckham Jr. being escorted off a flight by three police officers. Have no idea why. Don't know if there was something going on. Uh, disruption. I don't know. What I do know is it has been nonstop Odell Beckham Jr. news. I know that he's a talent. I know that he's a name. I just don't know how much he's going to help a football team at the tail end of the season here coming off a torn ACL, but the stories continue with OBJ here. Someone will pick him up. He helped the the Rams uh, at the end of that season. I mean, absolutely. They obviously got a lot worse when he he left the game. I promise, guys, I will not get taken off the airplane Going to, to Mississippi next weekend. No, so, good. No, I'm, I'm not. That will not in. happen. That will not Speaking happen. Speaking of which, who? Oh, we're com- anyone? Who else is coming? Are we got our producer or? Uh, um, Ryan, no, Ryan Burst is moving the trip. 
<laughs> yeah, our producer is moving. So he was planning to go out there to Mississippi okay. with us, but he's moving for Are we going to by our bosses? Are they showing up? They come all no the way. Idea. Are they going to leave not, the, the right? perch, of, a perch to. of Los Angeles to come all the way to Mississippi? Oh, that would yeah. be nice. I don't know. I'm, I'm just so excited Southern to see charm. crack. In his, can you save some wagers from Mississippi so I can see you just go up to go yeah, up sure. to the sports book and try to put down a couple units on, on games? And they're like, no, <laughs> sir, nope, we don't do that here. You guys got a free roll, I told you, so on the minus six and a half. I only got that information on air here. I popped in a six and a half. A sports book hates me, by the way. They're eight now. Well, I mean, um, how about my what I sent you oh, guys? How about my, what you my, did? My offshore. <laughs> I didn't want to so talk I, about I, it. I'm, but. A, I'm in a state. I'm in a state that doesn't have legal wagering, so I have to find right. a way around it. Um, I would love for half, North right? Carolina to get legal wagering and, and bet MGM to be in North Carolina, but they're not. So I'm just telling right. you honestly. Um, yeah, yeah. And my offshore, I looked for alternate lines in the Jets game just to look, and they sure. mispriced minus six they and mispriced. a half. Um, it was mispriced. It was less. Uh, then it then minus seven, so I took yeah. it. I would I probably wasn't going to take it, and and, the, and I was like, well, well, you mispriced it. I'm going to go. Uh, I'll All take. Right, I'll take you're, my, out, you're out on the free roll. All right. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I'll take Jets <laughs> minus six and a half. Um, if you're going to misprice it, I mean that, that happens. You know, sometimes. Boy, I, I hate taking a favorite. I actually just told my buddies, I hate taking favorites. I don't think I've laid any points more than three the whole season on anything. I do not like taking the favorite here. I hope I'm on a, maybe like laugh at myself later on. Uh, I do like going against the public. Just think about the public now. All of the public is all betting under. It went from 38.5 down to 36.5. Um, I'm kind of jilted towards that a little bit. I may give that out here in a second. But uh, So we're, we're laying the favorites here, and we'll see what happens later on. It's based on injuries. Sometimes, you know, these – People step into someone's shoes to prove that they should be in the NFL. Maybe this Peterman, yeah. you know, shouldn't uh, be. Buddy, uh, I, you know, I, I'm you sorry know to tell you. This. I'm sorry to tell you, crack. My, my, my. Nate Peterman ain't that guy, buddy. Oh, he's not. <laughs> no, no, no. no. And against that Jets defense, that Jets defense he's, is for real. He's not the guy. We, oh. You're like this is not one of those stories. Next weekend, we're like, you know what? You were right, crack. Nathan Peterman. He really showed us what, what he was doing. Um, oh, wow. I couldn't tell the difference so between question, him though. or Fields. Who's yeah. the, who is – well, Trevor Simeon is, looks like he's throwing. So who who is the – Who is his backup? The, who's the backup? Like, is it a right. wide receiver? Are we, doing, are we in an emergency quarterback situation already? Huh. Oh, I see what you mean. Right. Like, uh, so we've got Peterman starting. Because they already he's dressed. Sick. So, like, they, yeah. they, they, there's no one – Peterman – so Simeon's active. So who's right. the third – who's the third guy? I don't know if they have one for today's game because no Justin Fields. But now he's saying Simeon's throw. This may be uh, Simeon. They just showed on Fox Simeon. That might be pre. That might be before he was ruled out. Oh, maybe they showed him like because that's uh, big info. Then then the over would be in play. Well, I don't don't know. No, he's not going to play. He's not starting. Not starting. But they showed. I I have the game on. I have it on mute. But Jay Glazer came on and showed them both warming up. I don't know if that means anything. Just kind of you're saying, heaven forbid. That you know, uh, there's an injury. Yes. and Peterman goes down. Then what? That, then is it Simeon? Yeah, then Can what? he go? Yeah. Or are we talking like uh, Valus Jones the or punter. Equinemia St. Brown or someone? <laughs> or <laughs> Wildcat? Is it going to be David Montgomery and the Wildcat for the rest of the game? I love wow. it. Wow. Yeah, this could be uh, pretty Lots wild. Of fun by the way, stuff here this morning. Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks to our crew, by the way. Isaac Lowenkron handling the updates brilliantly as always. Ryan Bershinger, he's moving next week, or else he'd be in Mississippi with us, our producer, Iowa Sam, technical producer, best in the business. Top of the hour, Steve Hartman, Rich Ornberger. The football conversation continues. 
We got some picks to make. Let's dive into this. Rapid Fire. Okay. What do you like most today, Crack? We'll start with you, buddy. Well, this is just not the best bet. Yeah, we got that coming up, right? Yeah, we got okay. that coming up. We got yeah. this. This is let's say this is uh, your second best. I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna just go real spontaneous on this jet game over, over on yeah. the uh, 36 and a half, and uh, you know I'm just this is a strictly a bet against the public. Yeah, I bet a peanut on it myself already, but I, I got a little 36 there, and uh, we'll see what happens. Man, this is the ultimate contrarian move. I'll tell oh, yeah. you that. And hey, it might work. Who knows? Anybody want a peanut? Yeah! <laughs> I, I still like Seattle minus three and a half hosting the Raiders. Um, yeah, he used to be one one of my favorites. I'll stress again, like the in-game Rams wager at some point. Uh, I think is a really a way to go, or, or some sort of live under wager if the Chiefs score really quickly and you pop that pops up in the fifties for some reason. Uh-huh. Uh, again, the second half of that game, I feel like it's gonna be very, just run the clock out. Like we're just trying to get to next week. Yeah, can see that happening. Uh, you know me as well. I love this Titans matchup. I'm rolling with the Titans today. I think it's a good spot for them. But I'll give you for my uh, pick here. Let me go with the prop bet. I'm looking at this Jets game. You might like this crack because you're on the yep. over. Yep. I'm looking at Michael Carter, Jets running back. Oh, yeah. Over 52 and a half rushing yards. Bears mm-hmm. defense not exactly been crushing it this year. They're going to be running the ball. You know, you're not going to throw it all day with Mike White. So I, I like to, Michael I would Carter. Like to, I would like to give a excuse me a quick update. Sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. Uh, there's a tweet just out right now. Bears say there's still a chance Trevor Simeon starts today versus the Jets. He took a pain killing injection and Uh-oh. was just back on the field working with the starters. Wow. Okay. That and that that is a good bet still on him then on under passing yards if you can find it then I'll if, tell you right he now. Starts, if he starts, yes. 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 I think that was his, oh, hell no move. Like, I can't get injured in warm-ups with an oblique. I have to find a way to gut through Hopefully this. the Chargers team, Doc, wasn't on that one. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly, man. <laughs> All right, let's get to this as well. This is the best play of the day. It's a touchdown! Give it to me. All right, Crack, what is it? Your number one play at, today, man. I'm looking at that same Seattle-Las Vegas game. Let's go over first half, over 23 and a half. You guys know I like playing overs in the first half more than the full game. Yeah, man. Hey, I could see that being a successful play. Raiders defense stinks, and Devontae Adams has been doing his thing as of late. So, yeah, I could see that cashing. Fun show today, guys. Fun next show. time Looking we'll see each other in week. person. Yeah. A little yeah. Southern I'm hospitality. Excited, I'm excited, man. We'll be there Seriously. live, guys. In Very Biloxi. excited for that. That's yeah, it. Biloxi Bill we'll have ah. next week, live from uh, from Mississippi. Enjoy Week 12, everybody. We'll see you.